0: Welcome to Iron Sights. This podcast candidly seeks to create opportunities and deliver impact by sharing the experiences and wisdom of successful entrepreneurs and thought leaders who unapologetically aim to win in health, fitness, business, and life. I'm your host, Scott Howell. Welcome to Old School Meets New School. Tradition meets innovation and imperfection meets excellence. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Iron Sides Podcast. Uh, We are coming in on International Firefighters Day here, and uh, I brought in a really special dude, Mr. Pernay Munger Malani. Boom, nailed it. What's up? Nailed it. What's up, buddy? It's good to have you here. Yeah, absolutely. So, otherwise known as Smokey Bear. Smokey the Bear, yep. Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear. (laughs) Uh, he's uh, been kind enough to do a six hour trek down from, uh, actually Oregon. That's correct. So you're, you're, you're not local, but you do work local and we're going to talk about that. Yep. Um, and today, so what to, today, we're, I wanted to have you in here for a few reasons. You know, we have some, it's an interesting, uh, world we live in. There are some very few, oh, yeah. there's like these very few uh, degrees of separation and it seems like we're connected by like yeah. maybe one degree it's in small s- world, so many ways, it which is, is, which is cool. Uh, so there's some community there. Uh, but today I want to talk about, I want to talk about firefighting. Yeah, man. I want to talk about fitness want I talk about specifically uh, physical fitness, mental or an emotional fitness um, and, uh, and specifically how that relates to, Uh, What you do as a professional, some of the things you've learned, and as it relates to your past, because you do have a military background, and moving from one type of service into the other uh, with CAL FIRE, which I have lots of questions about. Yeah, shoot away. And I'd love to be educated and educate people on the agency, but specifically kind of what you guys are doing and how you prep and stuff. So, man, there's a lot on the table today. Uh, All yours, uh, brother. Yeah. So let's... Let dude, let's kick this off. So first off, like I said, thanks again for making the drive. No, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, good to it's absolutely. good to have you here. You came bearing gifts, which is even better. Always, <laughs> I'm a bourbon and cigar guy. Boom, oh, there you go. Always. And uh, you came bearing those, yeah, and yeah. Uh, so I already know this is going to be awesome. Uh, so maybe give me a give me some insight as to kind of where you're. <laughs> where did you grow up? Like, who were you as a kid? Like you're, you, again, there was some military service. There's the fire service. There's a lot of things there. Let's go back. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll let you start where, wherever you want and tell me some things that might surprise me. And you can t- <laughs> say some boring stuff in there too.
1: Yeah. No worries, man. I shoot away. <laughs> Feel free to interrupt me. Yeah. So I appreciate it again, you know, Pranay, uh, where I start, uh, you know, parents came from India. Okay. You know, grew up in the East Bay here, not too far away from where we're sitting. Um, So they came over here, you know, two younger brothers, did that to the high school, everything like that. So grew up in the East Bay. Um, Shoot, man. You know, I I definitely opportunities to go down the wrong path. You know, I think a lot of us, uh, especially in the Bay Area, you know, outside influences and neighborhoods that aren't, you know, as appetizing as others. And I started off with Boy Scouts, man. Uh, Me too, dude. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, went up that whole Eagle Scout, all that. Uh, all three of my brothers, you know, three of us, uh, all Eagle scouts. That's something I still, uh, hold to our hearts. So it's a big thing for me. And through that, I always wanted to be a fireman.
0: You know, the whole uh, boy scout thing doesn't get talked about much cause it isn't looked on very kindly in the last several no, years. It kind of went, yeah, there's some issues. There's well. a lot of things going on there, but I have to tell you, it had major impact on me as a young man. Uh, there were, there was, first off, there was just a lot of lessons learned, a lot of practical lessons you could learn from right. doing the things that we did. I mean, well, I was really fortunate. I had a, a troop and leaders within that troop that were very, very much about, we got to get these kids outside and into 100%. the wilderness minimum one time a month. So at least once a month we would go out on a, we'd leave on a Friday afternoon after school and yeah. we'd come back late on a Sunday and it was like 72 plus hours of just like, Go, go, go. Oh, outside. Dude, it was a blast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you just 100%. learn stuff. You you learn how to not have your mom around, right? 100%. You, you, you learn how to fall down and have to get yourself back up. Like, you know, like your shit's all soaking wet from the rain. What do you do now? Oh, exactly. And <laughs> that's like, right. you
1: know, I didn't grow up with, you know, a real a big father figure. So it was like, yeah, no way how I grew up. If I didn't have those skills, I wouldn't be at where I'm at right now. But I mean, like, like get people skills, you know, like, Talking sure. about chicks.
0: Yeah. You know, like that. You know, it was like staying up late talking about, yeah, talking yeah, about stuff yeah. that kids should be talking about instead of right, their, right, right. a video yeah, game. I found or
1: a or dirty magazine the yeah. other day. What is this? You're yeah, like, Oh, shit about a playboy to play. the camping trip, you know? That's all part of like, growing like, up. A hundred percent. It's all part of growing yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was a blast. Traveling around California, so it was a good part, big out, outdoor guy, but it was a blessing for sure to see like, you know, I, I would have never done this, and I was fortunate enough they got to pay for it and whatever. But trips all out in New Mexico backpacking.
0: I did the same. You're talking yeah. about film on man. Oh man, <laughs> we did two weeks out there. Bring it back, dude. It was yeah, an it, awesome yeah. time. It was.
1: Yeah, yeah, Cimarron, dude. Yes, Cimarron, New Mexico. Yeah, that. for
0: anybody that's done that, that's listening right now, uh, they know exactly what we're talking about. Oh yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it's. It's. I mean, it was a li- it, it was a huge. Uh, I don't want to say it's a life changing event, but it was certainly a very impactful event. It was. Just the the whole thing, the prep, the having to go out there, the there's always a so in for those who haven't been or maybe haven't been on one of these All trips right. there's always the, the Boy Scouts doesn't run without help from the parents Harvard, No, yeah, the, the, there has to be solid parental or adult support for this thing and and uh, there's always a couple of dads that probably shouldn't be there but want to be <laughs> <laughs> and, sure. and yeah, so yeah, yeah so you um, and for multiple reasons like you're gonna go out on the you're gonna go out and you're 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 going to backpack for two weeks and you're going to go through the mountains. There's going to be weather and there's going to be adversity oh, yeah, all this stuff. Oh, if you're not fit and ready man. for this shit, like it can, it can. No, it, I was, I look back at now, like it work stuff
1: which you get to, but I was like, yeah, there were some times back then I was like 16, 17 years old, get my ass handed to me. Yeah, totally. Going up that fucking hell.
0: Right. God damn. And well, again, life lessons, right? Right. Life right. lessons. And so you, you mentioned, sorry, just kind of getting on the Boy Scout thing, yeah, yeah, but having this, there were times where you could have chosen another path, uh, you want to expand on that a little bit? Oh, I mean, you know, I didn't grow up, you know, too far away from Oakland, Okay, you know, Richmond, all these various cities. And I'm sure if you're
1: listening to these, you know, San Francisco, obviously San Jose, things like that. Uh, so if I had some friends, you know, in low, low places like we all do, Mm -hmm. you know, I definitely dabbled in going down that wrong path. But luckily for my mom, hundred percent credit to my mom and grandmother since she raised me, Mm. um, you know, got me into that Boy Scout program. And I mean, I've still talked to a lot of my good friends from there. Oh, is that and right? I think, yeah, it, I credit everything, you know, but second to God, uh, you know, family to Boy Scouts for sure, who shaped me as a man who I am right now. Um, just because, like you said, those groundbreaking, the groundbreaking, the, the foundational yep. material that I got of, you know, I mean just the fire stuff, but like uh, people skills, you know, the big thing. You know, how to apply yeah. for jobs, how to wear a uniform, you know, like yes sir no sir, like how to shave, not look like a dirt bag, you know. I see people now, you know, it's everything's from childhood, childhood trauma, everything like that, so I can't just blame that individual for the way that they were mm-hmm. they were raised, but I definitely could be fortunate and be like, mm, no, maybe I shouldn't say that, maybe, you know,
0: so. Yeah, there are outlets, and in, at the time for me, it was certainly Boy Scouts, and then there were sports, and right. for different people, there's different things, uh, but Yeah, no, I hear what I hear what you're saying. I mean, I certainly had quote unquote friends that uh, I could have hung out with more. Absolutely. That didn't wind up in such great situations and that would have put me there. So I think I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but again, having the basic skills to be able to make a solid decision about doing something or not doing something and then going home at the end of the day and feeling good about it and, and, uh, and, and being
1: kept busy. Oh yeah. I do every weekend. I felt like it was like high school, and I was like, "Oh, some scout trip to Mount Diablo, right? Or Mission P? Something's happening. You know, we're going to Big Sur, some Yosemite. You know,
0: you know one of the things that I, but, that was big for me during that time, and I credit hugely to the scouts was the 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 leadership lessons because yeah. you learn, you, you know, as as you come up, there's kind of ranks within the scouts. Yeah, yeah. you have the your, your you, yeah, you have your patrol leaders, and you know, right. then there's people that are in tra- charge of that. Um, you know, going all the way down to the Cub Scouts, they have these little things. But you learn about good leadership. You learn about poor leadership. You might have the opportunity, and that's one of the things this provides you to to be in a leadership position and make some mistakes, yeah, right? Exactly. And but also be rewarded for doing or doing a good job. There's so much of that I think is lacking now. You know, for for our kids, so, it, it is, yeah. and I I see that. You know, in my
1: profession now, quality of people we're hiring. Um, you know, there's some issues. You know, but you can't be that person who always just blames, you know, you got to eventually fix it. You got know to try to be the part thing, of the solution. Yeah, I mean, this is our society right now. You know, that the, the iPhone, Snapchat, Twitter, bait, whatever, Instagram that we're all on, but it, it's there. So we got to use it as a tool. So it's not so much now that we have to, you know, grow up with hard asses in the fire service and law enforcement and military the guys that are really like beating you down, things like that, which is fine to a point. And now it's like, you can't do that to the next generation of new and upcoming mm-hmm. firemen coming in there. You just can't. You just got to you know change your leadership styles a little bit differently to capture it because you do that they're done they'll quit I tried that right in the fitness oh, yeah. business for a while and I recognized it just didn't gonna work no yeah. and you don't want to lose them because they, they could be some quality firemen out there right. however you just need to capture them and lead them in a different way you have to adapt you know? yeah yeah use technology for sure. to your advance you know like, yeah <laughs> hey I'll tweet you from the bathroom or something you know get on the fire engine we're gonna get a call I'll tweet you you know
0: yeah. So they, I mean, the scouts is like a pathway, right? And it gives you a certain period of, of your life. And those are very formable years, you know, to do some things, get some experiences or whatever, but eventually it ends and you're yeah. not doing it forever. So you, what happens as a young man? What do you do next? Yeah.
1: Yeah. After that, uh, what is it, 18, you know, so yeah. I, I kind of wanted to give back to that concurrently at the same time, um, I got into like the Explorer program. So I started with the sheriff's office here uh-huh. in the East Bay. Did the volunteer search and rescue thing, which is mm-hmm. cool. You know, got to go on hikes and, you know, legit search and rescue people throughout the Bay Area and in California, mountain rescue stuff. Okay. So got into that a little bit, which kind of honed in the Boy Scout stuff. I wanted to do the firefighting, so became an explorer, firefighter, you know, okay. um, San Mateo right across the, the bay. So did that for a little bit. And the whole time. I wanted to be a fireman super bad. So I, I took these classes, went to a community college here in the East Bay, Las Positas and Livermore out here. Did the fire science program. So... A lot of good friends from there. One of my best friends still works. I think there's a group of us. They're all firemen throughout California. Cool. Uh, yep. Yeah, did that and got hired. My first firefighting job right out of high school. So having to work to on and end jobs, you know, throughout high school, things like that, you know, Target, in and out burgers, stuff like that. And, so you uh, got
0: hired. on young. Yeah. 18. That's, that, yes. That's not common.
1: No, it's not. And, and I um, actually graduated high school early because a lot of people were like, hey, where did you go? You weren't the senior ball. So I actually went to like independent study my second semester of high school career. So I got the job offer for the national park service Wow, as a seasonal wildland firefighter done in Sequoia Kings Canyon.
0: Okay. Not Such a bad place to be. That was gorgeous.
1: It was gorgeous. Yeah. I was wow. definitely blessed. And, but he was, you know, I graduated in what was it? High school, June, July, something like that June. Well, the job offer came through in like April and the captain hard ass. He was like, well, May 1st is your start date. So it's kept still in high school. And he said, I don't give a fuck. Literally. <laughs> so he said, I don't give a fuck. I was like, do you want the job or not? Oh, let me call you back. So I was like, what do I do? I don't right. graduate high school. So I went to my high school counselor. And I was like, I need to drop out or something. You know, I want this job. And she's like, well, you can go to independent study. So I did that. So I went to independent study. Can I say dropped out, but went to the independent study program and did my homework at home, turned it in for a week, you know, I bullshitted my way out of there. I was like, oh, was I was done. Just getting through the last couple months. Yeah. yeah. So I graduated high school in March and then boom, went right into work. Wow. Yeah. Or Mar- excuse me, uh, early May. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So almost like a week before I started.
0: All right. Tell me about that job as a young, barely 18 year old. I mean, you're a kid still, man. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, some, yeah. How does, how does that all work? Like, uh, talk about that experience. I mean, this is the dream, the quote unquote dream job, dream, right? Yeah. Or at least well, a step
1: to it. Yeah. Well, i think once, I'm, a, I'm,
0: unfortunately, I'm in a dream job now, but
1: dude, so the next oldest guy was like 20. 29 that, 30 there's a lot of years and yeah in there's between. a lot of years and like the cap, captain was 40 you know 30 and i'm like I can legally drink yeah you can't even relate to these guys i'm sure no dude i was like late to work my first shift like i got yelled yell i didn't know what to do you know like i didn't know i knew physical work but not like that physical work you know and they detail me with the Hotshot crew i did that with arrowhead hot shots i did a detail out with them and i was just like oh it's like drinking from a fire hose. Dude, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a shitter get off the pot, man. Yeah. I mean, we saw some good fire with a cutting line, and it was that's true wildland forestry stuff throughout California. And we went, and it was just, uh, it was tough. It was eye opening. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, t- I'm sure it turns you into a man pretty quick. Yeah, I definitely knew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely found out some things over there, dude. And I was just like, whoa.
0: Did, did anybody, yeah. was there anybody in that? in that experience to sort of put their arm around you and went, all right, dude, listen, if you're going to survive this thing, if you're going to make it through, like you need to stick on my hip and I will show you what to do. Don't ask me questions. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, it's funny. So I'm having
1: like my first, first time I really got fucking hammered. dude. So it's our days off and we're with this captain and uh, I'll definitely leave his name out of it, but (laughs) we're sitting there, uh, you know, I, I feel like I got like chest, Hair and everything when I was like 17. So okay. here I am, right? So I could walk into any bar. So we're at this bar and uh, completely young, and I'm, I'm getting you know, those pinnacle vodka, whipped cream vodka, <laughs> fucking trash, dude. Don't ever go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this tastes good. And I remember this place is a gorgeous view and there's a river. And of course, these cute chicks here. So I'm like, oh, you know, let's have shots and stuff. No one knows that I'm 18. So I'm just fucking hammered. And he's taking shots too. So it's cool. We're all like hanging out as a crew, a little cohesion and stuff. We work the next day. So I come into work late, right? Here's strike one. And then I get there and, uh, I going to go in a little PT, Uh, but it was weird because all these guys were hammered too. So I'm like, what the hell? Or at least seemingly. Right. So this is where I learned, like you can be friends outside of work, (laughs) but when you're at work, you know, I'm your boss. So I learned that here. And I was like, what's up, bro. And they're like, good morning. I was like, what the fuck? We were taking shots last night. Uh, Yeah, It was weird. You hadn't switched off. No, and I didn't know. I'd never been in this, you know, situation before. I was so young, just graduated high school. And then uh, I go out and we, we hike this peak, dude. It's rough. It's like 800 foot elevation gain. And I think it was like just under a mile. So it's pretty steep with our packs. Threw up, dude. I was hit up. <laughs> Done. I was like, I'm tapped out. So here I am. uh just like, fuck, whatever. They're pissed. Like they're angry at me. So, so I get back and get called in the captains off. He writes me up. They write me up for my first little write-up ever, you know, um, for uh, not being prepared at mm-hmm. work or unfit for duty. That's what I'm looking for. So he's like, all right, now this is over. I sign it. And I was like, hey, man, if you're going to drink like a man, you better work like a fucking man. And that's what it was. And he was like, I'm here. That's and fair. I was as hammered as you. But I knew when to shit, shit off. And I was like, but we were drinking together. So you could have left any fucking time last night. You fair enough. enough. Yeah. So if you can't handle your liquor, don't drink before work. And it's like, I'm here, the engineer's here, the other firemen's here. We were as hammered as you, or we're all here working. We didn't throw up. So if we got a fire this morning, could you have done your job properly? I was like, no.
0: There's the reality,
1: right? Fuck, dude. And I was like, right. fuck. I'll always remember that. Mm-hmm. You're going to play with the boys, you know? Better work like the boys, too. So I was like, all right, well, fuck. You fuck. Know, right. Life lesson, dude. So it was a big thing for me. <laughs> so, the cap, so this
0: captain, like, uh, uh, this was a lesson. He didn't necessarily put his arm around you, but he was— Fair but firm with you on, oh yeah, on how it was going to be, and if you don't have that, if you don't get that, somebody could have done something. new. You could have fired you. Oh, easily. Yeah, he could have yeah. fired you, or he yeah. also could. Have, he also they also could have all laughed it off, and then you would do the same thing again exactly. some other time no. when it really matters. Right. Yeah, and unfortunately, how you look at it, like I had a lot of kind of
1: lessons like that in my early you know, adult career. I didn't I just never had that. And I think part of that was that I never really had a dad where I was growing up. Okay. Maybe pops could have, you know, put his arm around me. All right, here you go, son, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, it was a good lesson. I always remember it.
0: Yeah. So you go through and now you're, I mean, uh, we, we use the term and I've used, I use this term a lot. Like you, when you're taking on information and you're learning at just a so light around. speed, you know, pace, which is yeah. like you're drinking from a fire hose. percent. um, I gotta imagine this first. I mean, how long does this go on for before you feel like you're settling in? You know, I'd probably say like my second fire season. The first was just okay. So, so not only is it is a
1: learning clock and uniform stuff like that, and I had that basis, you know, for the explorer stuff, and mm-hmm. um, you know, through Boy Scouts are ranking, right, patrol leaders and things like the whole. So you kind of
0: like, understand the hierarchy you know, exactly, yeah.
1: exactly, which is good. But I, I'm here learning the job too: fire behavior, weather, topography. And that's, so that was just only wildland fire, so it wasn't like added to the other stuff that I do now. But uh, it was a lot, you know. It was like holy
0: fuck, this and, fire, you know. And most people, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Particularly now, most people go through a fire academy before they get hired on as a firefighter. Correct? Correct. Uh, yes, yeah,
1: so there's different types. I'd say um, the federal government. So you have like five okay federal firefighting agencies: uh, the National Park Service, United States Forest Service, uh, Bureau of Land Management. Uh, United States Fish and Wildlife Service, the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Okay. So uh, all uh, four of those, with the exclusion of the, the Forest Service is underneath the USDA, the rest are underneath the Department of the Interior. Okay. And uh, basically they protect federal, like watershed, the land. So not so like structural firefighters, not necessarily EMTs, basic CPR and stuff like that. But they're, the, when you see like the wildland firefighters, beards, hot shots out there, cutting line. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a federal thing. So all 50 states and Puerto Rico as well. So, um, to become qualified for that, it's a, uh, class like S one thirty S one. There's all these different classes that you can take. It's about 80 hours to get qualified as a wildland firefighter. Okay. So you don't necessarily have to go to a
0: true okay, gotcha. fire academy. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Unless you want to work for another department. For some other type of agency, like a city Correct. or a county type. Or agency. Cal fire. Yeah. Gotcha. All, all risk is what that is. I mean, just going to a, you know, academy, which I later didn't. So, all know. risk could be defined as look, you're handling structure fires, vehicle traffic accidents, exactly. uh, any major medical emergencies, as well as wildfire. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, you know, Gertrude at two in the morning you fell out of her bed and
0: can't pick up, you know. Whatever you happens. That's it. That's so what you call that again? All, all risk. All risk. Yeah, it's a big it. thing. All risk. Okay, Everyone says academy. that. You do all risk. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're working all risk, you got to go to an academy. Correct. Right. Yeah. EMT. Are all academies oh, uh, created equal? Ooh.
1: You know, you asked me if I, eh? I mean, there's academies in the state that are kind of like, so there's a state standard, mm-hmm. right? I want to meet the minimum standard. I know what that means, but eh, that's, yeah, that's not standard. what I asked. Yeah, <laughs> The state standard. No, you don't do I like my academy, but some, uh, dude, there's some I wouldn't go to? hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I see the instructors who are teaching in the area, mm-hmm. the type of people they push out. And then some on the other extreme that you hear like, oh, I'm from this academy. Like, okay, but, you know. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. So just this week, we had one of our longtime coaches here, Krista, graduate from uh, one of the local academies. Super proud of her. She's been working super hard. She finally came out of that. She's, yeah. I think she's headed into, uh, I think she's headed into medic school. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. common. A lot of people go that route yeah, just I just go think. straight into medic school. I, I mean, uh-huh. she's been so busy. I haven't seen her hardly at all. But oh, She yeah. pops in for an hour or two here or there. And then with a client, then she's gone. She's just been going, she's been going nuts. But yeah.
1: Oh, it's just, a bitch. It's one of the, one of the best career, I want to say the best, in my, you know, my opinion. I love it. Best job in the world. However, finding a fucking job is a full-time job. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. That's bitch, what
0: i dude. I've, that's what I got from the graduation ceremony ugh. is how tough and competitive it is. But
1: that's why it's so nice, the class A's, the bagpipes, you know, because we're finally there. Like, every time I— So, I, when you get there, yeah. Yeah, dude, you made it, you know. But, you know, that's the start of your career, you know, the Firefighter Academy—
0: yeah, uh, you just now it's like you walk into the firehouse. Now like, the learning really begins, uh, geez, which is where we were a minute ago right. with regard to your sort of your journey through this, yeah. through this time. So, um, so you hadn't been through an academy. You're going through. No, you're being. You're becoming certified as uh, wild firefighter, fire, wildland yeah, firefighter, wildland stuff. Yeah. Okay. And how, where does this go? So after that, um, that few seasons,
1: so wanted to check that out, and then I I was taking a bunch of classes, kind of boost up the resume a little bit, um, you know. So th- so then I went to a fire academy. You know, I went to Lake Tahoe. Okay. Uh, Fire Academy in South Lake. So lived up there a little bit. Not a bad place to be. No, gorgeous man. I worked at another part-time job in Reno at the same time. So I was working up there, two different jobs. Um, still work seasonally, work for like uh, the state parks, cleaning up shitters and stuff right. like that just to pay just the to bills. Stay in yeah, the, yeah, just to get stay out in the mix bit. though too, I'm sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I worked there right. as an EMT a little bit. So then I went to EMT school, Fire Academy. And then I was like, "All right, you know, let me uh, apply again." Um, so now I had the, the fire academy certification. I had the EMT. I had the rescue certifications. I'm gonna go work for Cal Fire. Okay. So they had seasonal firefighters are hiring. Um,
0: when is this? Give me timeline.
1: Oh, I'm looking at 2012 and a 12. Okay, gotcha. And a 12. Yeah. All right. So this is 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. And um, got hired with Cal Fire. So did the application process. Uh, through that, submitted all my stuff, did an interview okay. station, visit suit and tie, bringing in ice cream to the guys. <laughs> <laughs> this shit you got to do. Then you got through it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot, man. It's like, actually my buddy and I, he works for another local department in the East Bay, right? here, one of my best friends. And, right. uh, Cal fires divided up into 20, 21 geographic areas. Okay. Uh, based by counties. Uh, and, uh, we drove little, he drove. Southern California. And I drove Northern California to each of the 21 Cal fire headquarters to drop off applications Just to, and, and, fucking and, to, and to have face. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we came in and, uh, resumes and, uh, went to Kinko's. We spent like fucking 150, $200 at fucking <laughs> Just the FedEx friend. office. I guess it's called right or whatever. But yeah. it were making copies like all laminated, you know, card stock, like fucking $200, right. you know, paying gas. He drove his car at the time he drove hit by little Honda at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, did that. So got hired. So back to Cal Fire. So you're going with Cal Fire. What Um, I understand, correct me if I'm wrong. I understand uh, Cal Fire is like the agency itself is massive. Disgustingly big. It's so big. It's what I think it's the biggest fire agency in the country. It's the second largest. Okay. Now. To what? New York, FDNY. Oh, okay. Well, that makes, that makes sense. Just the density of population and the stuff that they're dealing with out there. That, that makes sense. I mean, there's a firehouse in every corner of New York City.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty common. you I mean, like, just like here in San Francisco, right? It's, yeah. Like, 49 square miles and they have 51 firehouses, right? Yeah. It's only a quarter mile, there's a firehouse.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, so I, I get that. So yeah. anyway, it's a very large state, massive agency, right? Right. Uh, I think comparably like going back to New York thing, it's the same with the police department, you know, the police department, there's massive. Oh, huge. Then, yeah. You know, yeah like Chicago and like, LA. And then, you know, you know. <clears throat> Anyhow, in Texas, I think Dallas has a pretty big department too, but I digress. Where I was getting at is this is a huge, huge agency. And yeah. so, and they work with a lot of other agencies. We do. Yeah. So you chose Cal Fire because you wanted to be all risk.
1: I did. And actually, you know, back up a little bit. So my Eagle Scout Boy Scout project, right. Okay. It was actually with Cal Fire. So I kind of knew I always wanted to work for Cal Fire. Ah. Yeah, yeah. It was out here in the East Bay. I painted 47 fire hydrants.
0: Oh, that was the Eagle Project? Uh, yeah. Yeah, with
1: Cal Fire. So it was one of their jurisdictions. Okay. So actually revolving door. You know, I, I work in that same unit now that I did the, the Boy Scout. Oh, no shit. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. God definitely blessed me. It was, it was All kind of, comes full circle. Kind of badass. Yeah, I actually worked at that fire station two uh, two or three watches ago. Wow. And it was kind of badass to be like, I was here when I was 14, 14 and a half, 15 years old. But uh, yeah, I was one to work for Cal Fire just because it was so massive. So, I mean, Cal Fire started... What is their patch? 1885, 1881, somewhere around there. Uh, actually, has like a law enforcement agency, like old park rangers, you know, 30 odd, six horses and a seven star badge. This makes sense to me. Like,
0: it doesn't Maybe sound I'm, weird at all. No, actually, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a,
1: yeah, that's, that's how it struck someone. It's like, what? You know, we have law enforcement officers too now, right? A lot of people don't know what Cal Fire actually has. We have a police. I agency. didn't know that.
0: Yeah, we have a hundred
1: and XX number of law enforcement officers that are full bone. We have our own police academy. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cal Fire Police, Law Enforcement Prevention, Fire Captain Specialist, and Battalion Chiefs. We have a full law enforcement bureau that enforces uh, arson laws. But they're, they're full no police officers. They're like, they're like CHP, uh, Highway Patrol, you know. California mm-hmm. Patrol, they're like the local sheriff's office. There's no different. They're out there doing traffic stops, red and blue lights,
0: you know. Where? Like just in, um, like— BLM land and things no, like I mean, that? No, not so much BLM that's, land, because that's, that's, that's federal. federal. That's federal, right.
1: and that's like cross-deputized to work. And
0: that's to what like I would power. be asking. Like, I mean, I don't. I have no idea what federal, you know, agencies, like what they have in terms of manpower to do that. Do they rely on yes, like, state agencies or whatever? There's areas that they do. Um,
1: so I guess, look. so going back to, I guess, the Cal Fire, this probably make a little bit more sense that uh, it started out as, uh, you know, the old like forestry fire wardens out there, mm-hmm. and they developed a the big fire department. So there's a, Three different types of land property, I should say, in California. It's like thirty-three um, percent. Was it forty-seven percent of California is federal? Okay, property, so called FRA,
0: federal responsibility area, which is like Point Reyes National. You Se- Yosemite national. We have parks. some huge national parks huge here, forests. So, so I'm not surprised. And national forests, yeah. gorgeous areas. Uh, so I'm not surprised by that. I think it might surprise a lot of people that it is. there's that much federal land yeah, in so that's, this state.
1: You know the whole state of Jefferson stuff going on yeah. and all that. So that's really yeah. interesting and. But a lot of people don't know, it's like 47% of California is owned by Washington, D.C., 47%. So a lot of people are like, oh, wow, it was like, yeah, that's damn near half. And then uh, let's see if my math is right. I think 33% is California, so state responsibility area. So you have state parks. Um, We have state forests as well. Uh, Yeah, Uh, the shoreline is mostly state parks. Right, Exactly. And then uh, 20%, is that right, just go up to 100? 20% is private, so it's a local responsibility area. And that comes into billing and who responds to what for fires and Got you. you city of San Francisco, county of Santa Clara, things like that.
0: Yeah, so we have, like, kind of these, like, little fringe communities or areas just on the outskirts of kind of the major city limits. And it's interesting, like, the local PD doesn't respond out there. The Highway Patrol does, or the Sheriff's Office does, or Cal Fire does. Same thing. Yeah. And and literally, you're talking— a mile you oh, know, yeah. from like wherever the line is. Oh, well, there's, there's a line there. There's hundred percent
1: lines. So yeah. Our, there's our, a line of computers and uh, in our, in our fire engines and ladder trucks and everything like that. There's a line it's called a mutual threat zone. That's a term, the MTZ. So it's that it's literally a line that's like, Nope. Uh, the city of San Jose is going to take care of this. That's their call. And we're going in to assist or no, this is our area. City of San Jose is going to come in to assist us, which means that we're the ordering point. We're going to deal with finance down the road, you know Gotta. when the when the number crunchers deal with stuff, so that all depends on who orders what, and where that call is. So.
0: so, so talk about your just sort of the career path up. So you 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 went through the academy. I did. Right? Yeah, you come out, but and you'd already had a ton of experience. Yeah, real quick. Right. So
1: I did the season stuff for Cal Fire. So at that time, now now I'm living in Humboldt, way up You're in northern, northern California. California. Yeah, moved around. You know, was the redwoods. Through. Yeah, dude, deep deep Emerald Triangle out there. <laughs> Excuse me. So they didn't grow and. I always had an interest in law enforcement. It's kind of cool. And you have a couple of cops and stuff like that. I'm just working seasonally. At the time, there's kind of like a hiring freeze going on. So like permanent year round positions for Cal are pretty hard to get. I never wanted to be a paramedic. It was cool being an EMT. I just didn't want to go that far.
0: I uh, still, you know, 80% of our calls are EMS, you know, medical related calls. How but many? What percentage? 80%. 80%. 80. 80. It it again, again, it's probably Cal, go, this is Cal, Cal Fire. And I don't think people understand that. I knew it was pretty high. I had no idea. It was 80%. 80%. Yeah. And, and you know, that's the big thing with, uh, we
1: get, we'll get to that too. It's, you know, Cal Fire is not like, yeah, it, you know, California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection Forestry is in our name. That's, that's where our roots is. But um, I don't know what the percent is, it's over 50% of our calls are municipal. So it's, we're definitely an all risk department, no different than, you know, San Jose city, right. LA city, Chicago city, what we do. But, um, went through post, so I went to a police academy, put myself through a police academy up in Humboldt. Yeah. Yeah. Community college up there. So I went through another academy. I should write a book about going to academies here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after that, I went through that and, uh, became a deputy in Northern California community up there for sheriff's office. For the sheriffs. Okay. Yeah. Up there. Uh, it was cool. Did that for about a year. But, you know, it just wasn't for me. So things came up again, probably some maturity issues, just fully being honest. I was like, ah, you know, I was, I was super young still wanted to check it out. It, it definitely wasn't my path. It was fun. I think I want to do it because it was fun. Love shooting guns, right? Still do. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Uh, but I just wasn't there. You don't want to. Uh, that's it's not firefighting. No, it's not running into a burning building, no. man. Yeah, it was like it was, a, it was a different type of rush, but it was more just, you know, like so many buddies in law enforcement. Was there I respect? Nothing against the the job itself. It's just me. I just. Oh no, myself. I hear you. Yeah, that, yeah.
0: The puzzle piece didn't fit in. I'm not getting that from you at all. Was uh, there like yeah. was there like an incident or like one thing where you just knew you went home at the end of the day? You go or this was happening at this particular time? You go. Nope. Or uh, no? Or did I, you kind of know right from the beginning what you got on the street and you just held on? Like, yeah, I kind of, it kind of held. I on feel like most that. people know that they know internally. Like this is, this doesn't feel right. Something's not. Yeah, right I mean, there's some guys who I worked with who were cool,
1: and like some guys I wasn't a fan of. You know, it just there's, it definitely could have been that that agency that I worked for. A politics. Yeah, man. And so it's like I try not to dive too much and just get sucked into that okay. shit. Okay, we don't have to, but but um, no, no, no. It's it's like uh in general speaking, you know, it's like no one wants to. You know, you just get sucked into politics and stuff. Wherever this politics, in my department right now and everything like that. It's and it hard. Sucks. Yeah, so it's I was hard. like, who knows what happens? I I'm strong believer things happen for a reason. God put me in different places, you know, to learn those and resiliency to bounce back from it. So I was like, I did it. It was cool. You know, met some good friends, and I was like, eh. You know, you know what I say? It was, dude. I, I went on a couple of calls. I'm really going on this water rescue call, and uh, explain this. What's this, so? What's happening? So, so we get a call um, for a person trapped in the water. There's volunteer fire departments around there, and uh, there's there's a Cal Fire station there as well. So we get a call, and we go drive lights and sirens down this highway, curvy ass highway, and seeing a car flipped over. So there's a car flipped over in the water. Yeah, yeah. Like in a, a lake and a river. River, river. Okay. Yeah. So car was flipped out in a river. Um, and I remember going up uh, because the oh, you know, you have water rescue training, so they gave me actually a wetsuit even as a law enforcement officer and stuff to go mm-hmm. and do like the firefighting mode kicked in. So the rescue stuff kicked in and the fire uh, department yeah. came. I do remember that, and uh, this Cal Fire engine came screaming up. And uh, I'm supposed to be on that, yeah. Dude. And that's <laughs> what it kind of was. But I, like I knew the compartments, our are, our are, are, are engines are all set up. The same way, right. three hundred and fifty six, three hundred fifty seven, uh, and some change engines. And like I went straight to the rope bags and started. That's why it kind of was like. Ah, uh, yeah, dude, I love the rescue shit, man. Yeah. You know, it was cool, like, being a cop, for sure, but um, I'd probably say I, I do remember that call. I gotcha. Yeah, I turned into, like, Rescue Ricky over there, man. I was just doing my shit, you know, I was like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> I God, think it's God. great.
0: I mean, y- you have a calling, right? Yeah. There's there's a calling, and you know what it is, and you tried something different, and it didn't work out. and But, obviously, so it doesn't work out, so then what happens from there? So you you're just like, you know, this is not for me. Right. Is it then going, like, full steam ahead to try to get so, a full-time job? You know, after that,
1: Dude, I'm fully honest with people. I'll tell people, you know, what happened? They say that. And at first I was kind of quiet. Like I quit, you know, I got to go off probation, you know? And I'm totally cool with that right now because there's no point hiding shit. And it's like, so that was a huge, like, fuck, dude, I got to let go. I hate to use that word fired. Oh, you were right. dismissed off probation. Mm-hmm. Let's well, quit the bullshit. got fired. Right. So I was like, okay, well, what do I do now? Not a big deal. Right. It wasn't like anything crazy. It was some maturity issues. You know, it's just, it just wasn't for me. Didn't fit in. Um, so here I wanted to, you know, I want to try the military thing. Enlisted. Okay. I enlisted. So it's the next step. So after that, you so know, like you go down to up. the
0: recruiter's office and you. Yeah,
1: dude. Up? Yeah. And I was fine. I had my rehab rights with Cal Fire and things like that. But I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try this out a little bit. i want to check this out. i want to go back to it. So uh, enlisted. But I didn't want to go full active duty because I knew I still wanted to be a fireman. I wanted to go back. I wanted okay. something that I could serve my community and the state a little bit. So we're still in the service mode. Exactly. But also, um. How could I do this, but how can I also benefit my civilian career in yeah. a way? Mm-hmm. So I That's smart that's a smart play, man. That's a smart play. No, and it, and it has, I don't think
0: a lot of people think
1: like that. Because they no. don't go that pathway. And that's the hard but you know, and it's like full respect to my guys, but it's like, hey, I'm an a you know, uh M one A one tank, you know, operator or something.
0: Fuck you gonna do in your career as a tank operator? You're gonna go what you know? you're gonna do is you're gonna learn how to work on tanks and you're gonna right. go learn how to work on Big heavy equipment. You're gonna wrench on stuff, right? That's what you're gonna end up doing. Yeah, Yeah. and 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 that's that's
1: fine. Or but like some of these weird gunner positions, you know. And I'm like, look, there's nothing like I've learned so many other skills besides, like we'll just say like infantry, right? But it doesn't really translate to the
0: civilian world, right? And I and I
1: wanted something that I was like, you know, it's a huge commitment, but selfishly speaking, like you know. I, I want to do it. I want to serve my country, but also okay. like what certifications I'm can I get? I need to get year? something out of this. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to be in this shit forever. It's an investment, man. you know, absolutely. Absolutely. So enlisted in the California National guards, so the branch of the air force. Okay. So did that, uh, you know, went to Lackland air force base, you know, for basic training, everything like that. And then, uh, became like a chemical warfare specialist, mercy manager. So I spent, uh, some ungodful amount of days in Missouri, Learning about chemical weapons. Yeah, man. So, hazmat did the whole situation. Hazmat, exactly. So, did the whole yeah. hazmat specialist
0: stuff the chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, explosive stuff. Now I hear that that is like the worst part of any fire academy is having to get through the The hazmat. hazmat, Dude, it's funny.
1: I got a story about that. Dude, the hazmat's a motherfucker.
0: Dude, it is. And especially if you don't like you're some hazmat
1: whiz bang guy like me, like, I don't remember what this is, you know, MC, this, this tanker or whatever this placard is, or whatever. We have references for that. Right. We have cheat sheets, apps. Right. Then we have to get done through written test. I'm like, never, ever ever. I don't care what any Academy or chief says will I ever have to memorize what that says? Yeah point blank period No, there's a book for that (laughs)
0: Wow. And I'm, even if I had it memorized, they would probably second guessing. Oh. We're talking about hazardous material. I'm probably checking the book anyways. Exactly. I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to yeah, do. I, I only bring that up because, no. like, again, I recently sat through this. There was a lot of this graduation. There was a lot of joking about how miserable that particular section was in terms of the testing. Nationwide. Right? And they hate course. it, right? Yeah. You know, they they hate it. But it's a, it's also a rite of passage. It is. Right. And wh- whether it's about memorizing it or, or doing the work to get through the test, you know, which is the test, you yeah. know, like that, that doing the work part. Nonetheless, so you get in this hazardous material stuff now this sounds interesting to me and this is going to be what 2013 2014 yeah yeah end of 13 okay all right so i mean we're we're kind of on the tail end uh well we're on the we're on the tail end of iraq and everything that was going on over there but we're certainly Mm -hmm. we're smack dab in the middle of the afghanistan stuff yeah syria is popping off things like that in syria so tell me about this training real quick like what are what are some of the what's some of the crazy shit you're doing
1: uh, you know, one of the things is all uh, these things aren't open source, and there's some that are, and uh, some of the things that some of the things that was very interesting scared me. So, there's only two places in the United States that have like live um, agents that first responders can actually go to. So, I'm talking like uh, anthrax, yep, anthrax, sarin, VX, VX, gas, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, there's there's two places: ones in Anniston, Alabama, and ones at uh, Fort Leonard Missouri. Okay. So, Fort Longwood, Missouri is, is training the military people in Anniston, Alabama. The Center for Domestic Preparedness is training firemen, cops, uh, civilian responders for that. So, that was trippy going in this facility. And, you know, we're all obviously all suited up, the personal protective equipment, but actually like holding like VX. I'm like, holy shit. Yep. Yeah. I, like, I hope this, of this, I hope this lowest bid military right. equipment that I'm wearing. Is not <laughs> yeah, fucking lowest exactly. bed dude right now cause I'm like this I am fucked issue. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like there's no there's no coming back I'm like oh this is fucked up what yeah. am I whenever looking look at the guy he's gonna be a pinpoint people I should say that's one of the yeah. Yeah, but we have these um, these eyes we're staring at each other and we're like bro we're fucked yeah
0: like, what do we Just sign up sweat. for yeah like, this is anthrax oh this is sarin like crazy ooh yeah so, so now you have a commitment. Are you still, in, you're still in, you're still in, I'm the guard. Still in right now. Yeah. yeah. Because you yeah. drill very local. You drill here in, in the area. Middle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this brings me back. So, okay. So there's a, this, so there's this move into um, service in the national guard, hmm. right? Uh, you've done a lot of things already. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> now you're with Cal fire full time. Seasonally. 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 Sorry. Yeah. But you live in Oregon. I have to ask, man. Oh, so... So, the, we, yeah. what the hell? Like, you work for Cal Fire, and you actually... Like, your station is actually south of where we are right now. Yeah, my current one. Yeah. So, you have yeah. to go another, say, hour and 15 minutes south of where we are right now. Yeah. Um, Oregon, dude. Like, I love Oregon. Like, I, I, I love it up Oh, it's there. cool. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and but... <laughs> but that's a, that's a lot of commuting, man. It's a what, lot. what is, uh,
1: how did this happen? It's a lot. So, so after that, did the cops stuff, so did the military stuff. That's cool. Came back, did a quick little like a uh, deployment thing here and there. Um still like activations through the state. So military crew is going, going good. I love it. You know, love the guys who I'm with I respond to state and local emergencies as well. On top of, you know, the military commitment with the air force, um, went back to Cal fire at the time. So I don't apply. And so at the, when I, when I work then, um, we moved up to Oregon for the common story, uh, you know, for the other gender. You
0: chased a chick up there. Ah, I fucking did. That's so common. Yeah. I
1: did. I did. Um, yeah. So we were together for a while. Uh, single Pringle now. Didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is what it is. Um. So after I stayed up there, fuck, dude. Like, I kind of fell in love with it. It's great up dude, there. I had a bunch of best friends, you know, uh, my buddy up there. That's when I got into competitive shooting. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Uh, yeah, one of my best friends, you know, got the gun store up there. Started shooting for a couple of different firearm companies. It, it's it's uh, a Black Flag. Black Flag Armory. Like, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah they're it. in Medford, Oregon. Yeah, fucking solid people. And I started doing that and started you know, getting sponsored by the NRA. Started flying around nationwide with them. And then a couple of other companies were working for at the time, like Vortex Optics and, and stuff like that. So. So, so
0: talk about the comp
1: shooting. What exactly are you doing? Yes, yeah, so I shoot three gun. Now I would say COVID kind of fucking screwed everything over. Yeah. You know, good. and especially fire season for me now is... Is, is is hell. And then now, it, you know, out of the seasonal now into a permanent position, but, uh, um, three gun, but it's a different three gun. So it's not just rifle pistol shotgun. Explain this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This. So it's, uh, it's the, the NRA TPC tactical police competition. So to enter these matches, you have to be active, retired military or law enforcement. Okay. Uh, through that. Um, so it's shooting three gun, but your rifles cannot be like fucking crazy. Blue, red, they're all should be duty approved guns that you would use actually in a law enforcement military situation. So we're talking car means. Correct. Yeah. So, so the AR world, um, it's like 16 inches, um, minimum or 14, five, like pin and welded rifles, 30 round non-suppressed, correct. Non-suppressed to pick up the shot timer, um, red dot or, um, you know, low power variable optic one by six, one by eights, things like that. Okay. But pretty much stock, like no crazy modifications, no 100-round mag, pull drums, things like 50-rounders, you know. Right. Um, and the handgun, same thing. You know, we're in a red dot world, a big red dot guy. So um, You, know, you red are. Dot, I am. Yeah, you're on the dot train. Oh, 100%. Push. Good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the only way to go. <laughs> only way to go, yeah. yeah. Once you go to the dot, you're not going back to No, one of my best friends, actually, he's a deputy chief up there in Southern mm-hmm. Oregon, teach, you know, red dot shooting, stuff like that. Okay. So, so yeah, it's huge. You know, he's actually, he's actually the first agency in Oregon I don't even maybe in California that's mandatory to run a dot. Oh, they mandated you. Mandate, so you actually issued a Glock 17 Gen that's Five. That's interesting. Yeah, with a
0: uh, uh, RMR on there. That's so that's interesting. So interesting. So you're shooting with a dot. That's it. Or you don't call. You're not working for my department. That's. I think that's a great policy to have. Quite frankly, with technology, we should be using it. I think with properly trained. Yeah. Uh, you. It's going to prove itself out that it's just a better. I think it's a better option. Can there be issues with malfunctioning? One hundred percent. There's always going to be that, but I think there's a give and take in everything. We just locally, I think our our, our sheriff's department here, Santa Clara County Sheriff's Department, just approved the use of, of dots. dots, and you gotcha. have to qualify. And they're going, they're using, you know, you have to use a specific one, and you know, there's a lot sure, of there's absolutely. a lot of uh, agency, you know, mandated policy around it. But yeah. it's starting to starting to show itself. Right. Our Cal
1: Fire law enforcement officers, say they're in the Sig three twenties. Okay. They just approved dots, so so all LEO agencies out there, you know, if the Cal Fire Police is running red dots. They're
0: a little yeah. bit more progressive. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, biggest, yeah. One
1: of some of the biggest departments in the, in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the like yeah. Houston or something like that runs red dots and stuff. So, I mean, it's just way easier. Of course, you got to train with it, just like anything else, just like running a, like a okay. handheld weapon light, things like that.
0: So you're running AR AR with an optic LPBO. Yeah. You're running uh, a yeah, yeah. red dot on your. Gen 5, uh, Gen five seventeen. Yeah. I'm a 320 shooter and staccato. So I got a little staccato that okay, run kind of, that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. A little staccato. And then what about, uh, what about shotgun shotgun? So same thing. So it, ha- it can't be like 24 inches, some massive, you know, it has to be like law enforcement recruits and so no more than like 18 and a half inches, sure. right. which
0: is cool. Cause it's I like fit, it. it. It's got to fit in a vehicle. Right?
1: Exactly. And there's like accuracy. It's not like three gun where you ping right. a steel and you run, they actually score your shots. So there's some accuracy involved as well. So I run a Beretta 1301. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. a little semi automatic shot. Right. Love that gun, dude. Yeah. Right. yeah. So like, how f- how
0: frequently are you doing this? Or are you getting <laughs> So those to last do?
1: like year, year and a half, man, it's almost been besides little local things here and there, it's almost been zero. What just, just due to COVID, some politics going on with the
0: NRA that a lot of people have seen. Yep. Online. A lot of things right. happen with the NRA people don't like. Yeah. 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 So a little less. I mean, let's be honest, the last couple of years in terms of fire season has been Hell. some I mean, yeah. we we have to talk about this. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So I mean the some of the, the the biggest fire seasons on record have happened just in the last couple of years. Yeah, last five years, yeah. Uh, all over the, the country, the world for that matter. But uh, if we if we start adding yeah. in, you know, Australia and some- South you know, America. South America. Yeah. Uh, if the rainforest is burning, there's an issue. So yeah. I don't care what people say, you know, climate change or whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, something's fucked up. The rainforest is on fire, right? I, it it's usually I mean, has something to do with some human somewhere or some group of humans. All right, eighty to ninety percent of fires are human caused. Right, right. So, so I mean, you got so I, you don't get to do it often, but you're still out there shooting. You're training with your buddies. I have seen you doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, still am. Yeah, yeah. Day
1: before yesterday I was out the range. Yeah, yeah. Shooting cool. Me need a little suppressor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another reason I'm staying in Oregon. Oregon, in Oregon,
0: Oregon, exactly. Can't get away with it. Well, for I'll, now. Have to come up and visit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. that place? Stay, dude. Yeah, got some toys up there. Yeah. So let's talk about. uh Let's, let's talk a little bit about firefighting and just kind of what you've experienced. I mean, you've done a lot of things now, but I want to talk about the firefighting thing and maybe bring some light to what it's like working for Cal Fire and some of, again, in in these last couple of seasons. I would almost compare it to, and this might not be a fair comparison. I have no practical experience in no, it's this, fine, is man. so I'm going to try and kind of maybe draw one, and that is like. You can train, 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 and train some more. Yeah, uh, but no, none of that training is going to bring to you the kind of uh, the kind of knowledge that you're going to get from being just enveloped in whatever the situation is. Right? So it'd be like nailed it on the. You know, if they go, if you're a if you're a special forces operator or you're a law enforcement guy or whatever, and you're doing all this training with your buddies in these controlled situations, nothing will test you more than an ops tempo. Right. Or for fire yeah. season that goes, it just seemingly will not stop. Yeah. I mean, you have to get your shit pushed in, dude. This is it. Yeah, so that's, that's it, another dude. good you, you way just, of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. You it. just have to, you know, you're just going to get bent and go fucking tits up on a right. fire. That's it, dude. And so I talk, mean, like, talk about how that, you know, what, what you saw. And then I want to talk about what maybe has changed and how we prepare maybe the same or differently going into, because right now when this podcast we're, 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 we're doing this podcast in the beginning of May. Yeah, we're right, right here. Right, the I mean, season. so the fire season is. Yeah, we're here, especially the San Francisco Bay area, and so we're right popping, now popping fires already. So right now, so yeah, I want to talk a little bit about what's being, you know, how you prep and how you stay ready. Um, same, similar, different. You know, now versus before. But maybe can you talk about kind of what that was like for those? I mean, twenty twenty was insane. It was. It was nuts. I mean, and then it got into 2021 too. But 2020 was crazy. Yeah, dude. So I was actually
1: on a on a date, dude. I was in 2020. I was actually in Southern Oregon, and I'm sitting there. And I looked at the weather. You know, we go kind of nerd out every day. We kind of check the weather, lightning, shit like that. I always get lightning the whole like Lassen, Modoc County, and, and through the Sierras, dry lightning all the way down to Fresno, the southern
0: part of the Sierras. Now, let's be honest. It's really calm. Let's be honest, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This gets you excited. Oh fuck yeah! Uh, you're a firefighter, yeah, right? Absolutely, so you, dude. Absolutely. Nothing know. makes you happier than. Mm. The- Going fire well, fire. let me digress. A, I, I got you. Bit. People but, lose their homes because there's a lot of tragedy that comes with these. Yeah. And I see it like, um, how so like the Forest Service is money involved, right?
1: Um, There's like hazard pay. So a lot of those guys, it, it depends on their, um, you know, their fires to start. They get paid more, right? I'm, we're portal to portal, just like any other fire department. Like if I'm sitting on the couch sleeping or I'm at the campfire in paradise, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, I'm getting paid the same. So I see that I get excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, it. It's gonna be a good fire. But also like, I'm fucked. I'm working like a hundred days in a row. Now. Right. So I'm like, God damn it. At the same time. Right. I'm like, yes, but life like, is over for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, honey. Right. right. Whoever. But I'm about this date? And I'm looking down and I'm over there like I'm coming into work late the night before. I forgot. What, I had something going on the day before. And uh, I'm over there by, like Hornbrook, Siskiyou County, McLeod. Right. I five. Mount Shasta, And I'm looking out and I'm like, oh, my God. It's like just a light show, and it's just nonstop, literally from cloud to cloud. Those mm-hmm. crazy East Coast, you know, southern, uh, you know, lightning storms. I'm like, this is bad.
0: I don't see a lick of rain on my
1: truck. I'm like,
0: we're fucked. It's crazy how, you, how yeah. you're describing that because just over the hill here in Santa Cruz, I've some close friends I know a lot of people over there, and everybody was lined up to see how "quote unquote" cool the lightning show was. Oh no, yeah, I was right like, over the water. Yeah, nobody was thinking how bad this or what this what this potentially means. 24 hours after that everybody knew. Yep.
1: It was ridiculous. I don't know how many fires there's still a map somewhere I think Cal Fire p- produced. It was some disgusting dude, like 20,000 positive down strikes or something like that in the whole state. And most of it came, you know, from that uh you know the the four corners of the United States and the wind how it comes down that whole north wind down the I5 quarter. so all of it got hit pretty much northern California. I think the lowest fire we got was somewhere down in Ramona. Within a month, a there were,
0: within a month there was like over two hundred and fifty fires burning, or something oh, like that.
1: Yeah, more than that, I think. Yeah, well, put in retrospect, it's like we have so state funded. We have like three hundred and fifty six state funded Cal Fire engines that you see driving around, right? And uh, then we have contracts on top of that, like the city of Pebble Beach, right. Riverside Got County it. Fire Department, right? They're contracted. City of Morgan Hill, right down the road. Um, there was like two engines not committed. There's one sitting in Reading and one sitting in like San Luis Obispo that were not committed to an incident. Hence why we saw Big Sky Montana pulling in Gilroy right you know Billings they were coming N- from all New over New Jersey country. yeah Department of Forestry flew an engine on C5s and yeah, C guys from like Texas, Texas, yeah, they drove over man yeah. they were training patches with a guy from Dallas Fire Department crazy downtown San Jose crazy you know yeah, I
0: mean it was insanity so oh yeah It was it was totally 40, 48 days. I mean, for a large part of the state and the metropolitan area at best. They were mildly inconvenienced, right? We're talking, we're talking COVID. So everything was pretty much on lockdown at that point when those things were happening. Everybody was stuck inside, but they would go outside and it was orange, right? Like you couldn't see across the street. There was smoke everywhere. The air right. quality was right. really, was really poor, but that was pretty much it. What's the reality of it for, from where you were standing? It, it was, it was bad. Cause
1: we can get to the, the, you know, definitely the mental health part for sure. Cause yeah, that, that, that's where it, I'm trying for, to go. Yeah, I had for sure, a, a big life changing event that happened after that fire season, and um, it's fucking terrible. But open book, man. Like California used to be called C- Cal Fire used to be called CDF, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the California Divorce Foundation, mm-hmm. right? That was a nickname for it. Terrible, terrible. I think we've changed that as a department. From starting from the academy down below, you know, there's one captain. Uh, you know, Captain Honore. I'm going to drop his name real quick. Definitely an influential man. We'll get into the whole thing about yoga and mental health and wellness. Mm-hmm. this TRX stuff, the rogue stuff. that we Implementing that like at the academy for the permanent company officers, academy that just graduated through for new engineers, new captains, battalion chiefs, everything like that, who go to the state, state academy. Right. So go, I went to another academy, another 14 weeks, uh, just south of Sacramento, but implementing all that now. So, when we were there, um, like, it was bad. We had people quit on the fire line, things like that. But it's only just us talking about other buddies from different local government departments, even in California. There's staffing's an issue. Everyone's hiring. And, um, again, there's different socioeconomic classes. But, like, dude, there's fucking jobs out there. You know, we'll hire people. We're not necessarily lowering our standards and stuff, but if you want to be a fireman, now's the time to be a fireman. Yeah, so,
0: why are so, we having such a tough time, man? Dude, I don't know. I,
1: <laughs> I don't know. It was the whole, the COVID stuff, the, the free money going out there. It was great. Some people needed it. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. fortunately, thank God, you know, I didn't need it. I just found out I owe it on my taxes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember it. I hit my bank account. It was great.
0: But, uh, Oh, you got your
1: $400 check? Yeah, fuck whatever. Yeah. For a bill. <laughs> or a bill. Gas money. Exactly. These days, God damn, man. The, nice the Oregon trip, you know, doesn't help driving some diesel now. You gotta sell it for, you know, Tesla or something like that. <laughs> Overdriving this diesel. But, um, yeah, it's hard, man. I, I think you could say, like, low pay, right? Sure, is it the highest paid career? Absolutely fucking not. Could I make more money work for another department? Yeah, sure. Would I get more experience? No, you know. So th- we can always look at other different fire departments and different careers, but it's a hardworking job. Like when I show up to work, I mean, yeah, get your shit on. We're going to PT hard. It's blue collar. Fuck. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's only some white collar stuff out there for sure. I mean, like the report writing and classes and leadership stuff that I, you know, the computer age now, but I'm like, dude, yep. You put in work. You know, you cook. If you're not a good cook, don't apply to my apartment. <laughs> I'll tell you that straight up. The cooking's my cooking my jam. I just made a second Instagram page. <laughs> is that right? Snacks of smoky. No shit. Sure. I didn't post one fucking picture on there. Yeah, I don't got time. But <laughs> when I do, I will. I'm just firehouse cooking. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'm gonna tell you the story. This this is a funny one. Maybe I'll leave this fireman now. He doesn't work for a to burn. We're running fires all day. This is like deep lassen county. It's like red flag warning, right? Low humidity, winds blowing. Hot as fuck. So we're like seven or eight fires in that same day, just fire after fire after fire. So we're coming back and we're kind of fat. Fat being fat staffing that day. So we had a couple guys who were just staying at the station helping out with logistical stuff. This one guy's brand new. And uh so I call we're at the fire, it's like, hey, t- tell what's his face at the station to to get dinner ready because we're gonna come back late. Sorry, right, cool. So we're cooking a hot meal. Hey man, yeah, man, I'll, I'll get dinner ready. You guys are good. Okay, cool. We'll probably be there in like 20, 30 minutes. So we pull up to the firehouse, I'm all pumping. Uh, the engine refueling it for fuel. We're getting a new hose compliment on there. We're shaking our shit off. Cause it's just been busy, man. So I go inside before anyone to kind of check on this guy. And I'm like, Hey, just check dinner's ready before the captain and the chiefs. all come in. I walk, I walk inside. I'm all looking around the kitchen. We have this, we have this huge table and we just kind of serve family style at this one firehouse. Everyone grabs a plate and there's all the meals. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the, the meat and the sides and veggies all there is iced tea. And I just see one big ass pot. Like we use for pasta, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm looking around and I'm like, kind of perplexed. Fuck. Where is everything at? <laughs> and I already knew. that. I'm like, we're fucked. It's like, this is not good. They're like, hopefully there's like ribs on the Traeger outside <laughs> or something. But I'm like, I didn't see any smoke coming from the Traeger. And we got like, Ugh. so I go and I open up the, uh, it was bad. I open up the, uh, the oven with these wolf stoves, right? Fucking no, are, yeah, top, oh, top notch. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I open it up and I see a bunch of bread. But I see Wonder Bread. And oh boy. Like, this is a bad idea. I are go, going to feed I, a bunch of firefighters, but on fire, fire. Yeah, dude, this is that. not good. Yeah. So, and then I'm like, all right, what happens? So he comes back, he's walking in. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? And he's like, garlic <laughs> bread. I'm like, what? Garlic bread? What are you doing? bread? I like, Bro, I was like, we make our own, you know, garlic stuff, you know, the, the San Francisco sourdough and all this. I'm like, or French bread. I'm like, what? You know, we'll cut up garlic our own and make a little paste and everything and do it up. You know, and uh, I go over to the pot, open up, there's chili in there. I tell you, it's like 101 outside, right? <laughs> and I look in the trash and I see like a stag chili, like no, hot. Stop. It's stop a hot Stop right shit. there, dude. Dude, I was like, yeah. and so I was like, what is, what is garlic bread? And dude, there was like a piece of butter that wasn't even burnt on there. And the garlic salt, the laris and shit just sprinkled on top. Just fucked off. I'm like, all right, well, dinner's fucking done, dude. And, but he was like, what was getting to that captain called pissed off as bad. Do we ended up ordering pizza? Of course, of course I'm in charge of this guy. You can kind of like talk to him about it, whatever it's not his thing it was not his career. It not a big deal. It doesn't work for us anymore, but uh, he didn't know how to cook. So not only is this job, right. I was fortunate enough to go through those hurdles and challenges being a law enforcement officer, working for the, the park service before going through Boy Scouts, learning how to cook. And that's why I relate everything back then now, you know, there's, there's cookbooks out there and I love to cook. But not only just that, like a fireman's, you know, cleanliness wasn't up there. You know, his attention to detail wasn't up there. Mm-hmm. When we waxed the fire engine and missed the whole spot. So I'm looking at it did he get yelled at shit on Yeah, Absolutely. But yeah. it just wasn't his jam. I don't know what he's doing now, but.
0: The, uh, this goes back to a couple of things things. the story. Yeah, you just mentioned a couple of things. One was the influences that you had as a young man and how that carried over. I think that's important. Oh. And I think we've. You know, already connected the fact that probably a lot of, a lot of young, young, young kids, young people, men and women for that matter are not getting these, these things. So they're not prepared for things later in life. There's a couple other things there. first, like people might be laughing, like, come on, dude, like he's, you he signed up to be a fireman, not a cook. Well, you are in charge of your, you, you are you're in charge of the guy next to you. And that guy's no. in charge of you and your safety and your well-being and your ability to perform. And you got to have one another's backs and putting nutrition into the system in order to be out there, to be able to go out there and perform absolutely. is ex- extraordinarily important. And I don't want to be thinking about you not doing your job when I'm out there doing it. No, right? absolutely. We, we need to be, we need to know one another, it's a and, huge part of the and job. And go back to missing the waxing spot. Like, okay, so you missed a spot on the engine, right? That you didn't, right. You didn't wax. How do I know that you checked whatever this piece of safety equipment was yep. now because you're and not paying great. attention to detail?
1: Absolutely. And that's what it is because I would think like that too. It's like, what's well, kept tripping about me not wearing some uniform this on policy? I was like, chill out, dude. It's just fucking. You know, I gotta, fire's I I gotta be load. honest
0: though, dude. Like, uh, it's less about not being your jam and you just not, you're not being, you're just not ready. Right. This is not the right place for you, period. It's not your jam whether you like it or not. It's 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 you're not cut out for this. You maybe you could be, but you need to learn a few more lessons before you come back. To thing, this I, I tell people all the time. Yeah. My
1: first job ever. First job ever was working at in and out Burger. San Ramon, California. Right. Here. One of the, the hardest and best jobs I've ever had. They paid really well. So yeah. shout out to that company. But I remember so many times missing those fucking Friday night and Saturday night football games and dances and stuff. And I was sitting there with my goofy ass little hat yeah. and my apron, Oh, here you go. You know, you're fucking double double. But I learned so much from that job getting yelled at and shit like that, that guys will say it all the time. Hey, McDonald's is hiring, you know, like you, not in a disrespectful way. If you can't do this job, you can, but exactly how you said that. And that's really common. If you didn't wax that engine or SCBA self-contained breathing apparatus yeah. or air tanks that we were, you know, how do I know you did not check that this morning? I've had it before that, I trusted somebody to check out equipment once. And I was like, "Mm, let me go look at that later. And I was like, Oh, it's fucked off empty tank. I was like,
0: that's just not a position you can put. people in."
1: No, absolutely. And that's like, yeah. So that's where that stuff relates into do everything. A hundred thousand percent,
0: you know, every single time. So you're, you're in this, like the, for lack of a better term, you're in the heat of the fire season. Right. And there's all these things happening. And this is just one of the things that you're having to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. On top of, you know, you're not going to see your family, your loved ones, your significant other or whatever it happens to be mm-hmm. for days on end. You don't know when it's going to stop. I have to imagine then it just looked like a forever thing. Like how many days on were you in that season before you got a day off? 47. That's a long time. I don't think most people can probably relate to that.
1: No, it's not healthy at all. And it's going with our department. Luckily, we're making a shift right now with more hiring, whether or not you're involved with in politics or not, you know, governors, liberal, Democrat, whatever the fact is, the fact is that the current governor of California is giving us some more funding. Great, whatever, good. Um, supportive of of the fire service, Cal Fire. So, uh, even new chief in things like that. Super, super. He was one of my first battalion chiefs. So, super great guy. Things like that. So, we're getting this funding, and hopefully, a lot of that will alleviate it. But we're just such a big department takes a long time to turn the ship. Oh man, I'm employed by the federal government with the military and employed by the state of California. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You want things to get done? There's a lot of red tape, right? Oh,
0: huge. So So, as you're going down this, this, we're going down this path right here, talking about funding and this crazy, you know, time we had with fire season and you had quite a bit of experience going into this. What, what got exposed like during this time for you as a firefighter in the mix, yeah. what got exposed for you during that time? There were maybe you didn't see coming or you did see mm. coming and it was like, I knew this was going to happen. And this is happening at the absolute worst time, which is when it typically happens. Absolutely. Right. Like what, what got exposed? Like you already talked now. You're, you're telling you're. what I hear you saying is the fire service is very understaffed. So if we, if we had another fire season breakout, like we had then, which Mm. is very possible, it will happen. Unfortunately, unfortunately it's not, you know, very possible. I mean, it could happen, right? It could happen next week. Yeah, Like we don't have enough firefighters to do this. Right. And even if we do, we may be compromising the quality of people that we're bringing in because there's a sense of desperation there. We have to fill, we have to fill seats. So go back to where you, when you were doing this and all this stuff was going on, yeah, right. So this d- kid got exposed real fast. The one you just talked he about. Did, in he the did. He did. Yeah.
1: What else got exposed? Well, well so, t- so 2020 booming. Right. So we have those lightnings from the SU complex, LNU, like leak Napa unit. They basically use those identifiers for the Cal fire units because mm-hmm. they're just so big. Um, so at the time went through, uh, a, a pretty rough breakup, uh, to my relationship. Um, so that coupled with some PTSD stuff in the military um, and coupled with uh, a call, a rough call. I had one in the park service and I never did anything about it. So what that was, uh, it was a flipped over car uh, with a child in it. Um, child, uh, you know, we had to pronounce her. Even as a wildland firefighter, we still responded with the local department. Mm-hmm. And uh child was upside down in the car. And, um, you know, dead on arrival. So I remember pronouncing it with the paramedic in the back of the ambulance with the mother right there. And uh, here I am, 18. And I remember, uh, maybe can't do anything about it. I don't know what to say. You know, I let that paramedic was there a little bit more, and she ended up slapping me. I still remember this. Slapping me so it's like, Fucking save my baby. You killed her. Wow. Right. So. Um, wow. Yeah, dude, I was tripping. Drank heavy after that. And I was like, okay, I don't know. You know, no, no I, did. I knew I didn't. What the fuck? I'm a murderer. What are you talking about? If you're 18. I don't even know. So she ended up hitting me, slapping me and crying. And I ended up leaving, you know, the corner came and all that, but there wasn't no a support for mental health, things like that, was the part of that. And hopefully there is, you have a good buddy. He owns another podcast, anchor point. College. He's trying to get the rights and more, more mental health for wildland firefighters. Cause it's definitely there as well. I mean, you may not be responding to the medical aids like we are to the point, but you know those guys are out there doing the same thing, and everyone needs it.
0: So, man, I, I don't. But I don't know. So, you you leave this call. What happens? You go right back to the right station. Back to fucking work. Right back to the station. Nothing. Nothing. So you don't have anything. Is it because the things the the resources just don't you know exist? Was, you know, little you see the firehouses
1: and stuff when you're taking a piss over the urinal. There's some fucking there's e- an EAP fucking phone number. I got told that if you got problems, you call the number. But you're also a seasonal firefighter, bud. So I don't know if you have time to burn. I was like, okay.
0: Yeah, what's the reality if you call that number? Well, you call
1: it there's like seven free counseling sessions, but that's it. Nowhere near I get to what our department does, which is fucking awesome. Um, but <clears throat>
0: No, that was nothing. Different. And I, so no. I, we've had the Overwatch guys in here. Yeah. Right? yeah good Jesse guys. and Greg, we talked a little bit about that and the red flags that that can put up for you as a firefighter or an officer, if you're in law enforcement right. or whatever, for the other people on your team. Because now if you if you put out there that you're having a bit of a problem, right? Like I, I'm having a little bit of an emotional issue dealing with this with this thing that happened. Yeah. And I really need somebody to talk to. Well, now people step back and they go. Well, uh, don't talk for a name, man. He's, you know, like he's not feeling too, he's right. not too stable right now. So which with my creates department, confidence issues and creates trust. All, all, all
1: kinds of stuff. So with our department now with Cal Fire, absolutely not. So we embrace it and it's good. Like I've never felt that position at all with my department right now. So other agencies. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You're a bitch. You're a pussy. Get back to work. Wow. You know, wow. like what are you talking about even the military too. Right, that red tape is hell. You know, even just like antidepressant meds or whatever, you know, it's like, oh no, you're flagged, but you actually need it. Right. I mean, I mean, whether you believe in antidepressants or not, just using that as an example,
0: right. There's, a, there's a lot of different ways to go at a particular problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like some of them is what, I guess what we're saying here, yeah. that is a stamp. That's like, that's like the, the red wearing the, the scar letter. Right. right? If yeah. you, if you do, if you take that help, because now it. it it follows you forever, and it's inside the jacket, right? It's inside right, the folder, exactly. You Your go personal s- file, right? Every time they open it up, they go, "Oh, yeah." There's, and there's you know what? This. That's like it, with our department now. It's like it, you know. So, so
1: that happened. Getting back to that, so I guess that happened, and that stuck with me. But you know, I was just swept underneath the carpet. I didn't really think about it, and I thought about it, whatever. And then went through a lot of different stuff, like so stuff with my dad, father ended up passing away. So there was some closure issues that I never got. Mm-hmm. You know, Why were you not? there for me abusive physically mentally all that and he wanted to you know call him out as an adult never could happen you know so then 2020 came in and being gone for work for so long so a lot of people are like oh you work three days on four days off that's awesome I'm like no nah, fuck that like i wish i work your nine to five sometimes so i can go home to a wife and go have a beer at the end of the day like no it's 72 hours of straight work you know i can get called at two in the morning and now that i drive and now i'm in charge I'm like, oh no! I can just sit in the back of the fire engine and look outside, and see what's going on. Like, no, oh. you know, it's
0: like you got shit to do. You yeah, can- and the stuff that you're you're doing is stuff, or seeing is stuff. that's sometimes it's destruction, it's death, it's tragedy. No, it's and humans aren't supposed to see that. I don't give a fuck what anybody's. Not doing. as no. frequent, and certainly not as frequently as you're forced to, to, to look at it. And again, yeah. people could say, well, that's the job, man. That's what you, you signed sign up for it. for it, right? Okay, oh, I've got that before. Yeah, I got as Okay, going well, going? all right, it's part of the job, so right. there should be part of the job that helps balance. The things that I'm doing, what is that exactly? What, what's being provided, right? And that's like, you know, y- yes,
1: right? There is that job. If you cannot handle it, as, I don't know, I gotta find a good word for it, but if you cannot, you know, it's coping, yeah, yeah, cope with it, or you know, recognize what it is and, and being resilient, then that's fine. This job is not for you, and Apple right down the road is hiring, mm-hmm. you know, totally fine. However, um, with our department now, um, so t- 2020 comes through. We get another call familiar. Everybody's familiar Lassen National Park area, so so north of Lassen up there, almost into you're 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 almost into like Idaho or yeah, Oregon, Oregon right? yeah, Oregon south of Klamath Falls, yeah. So we get a call wintertime vehicle accident, okay, cool. There's a bread and butter vehicle accident. I've seen so many dead bodies, right? Adults, the kids is always a rough one, right? Wow. So I get there and we're trying to find this vehicle accident, snowy. And I, this is highway. That's all fucked off, and um, I ended up pulling up. It's fine. One engine got there before us. for the second due company to it. So I pull up. One of my buddies is there, and I see a car overturned, completely smashed. And we, we you know, radio nine one one call. It's like an star activation. No service out there in the middle of nowhere. Find out, pull out a kid, and immediately start CPR. Um, again, child passed away. Wow, had a pulse, lost it. Um, uh, mother was there, big mess, um, that, uh, the local deputy up there, you uh, wasn't able to pronounce, I was like, no, you're the sheriff corner? Is you the right sheriff for corners as well? Deputy sheriffs are also corners in California. I was like, that's your job. You need to do that. You know, like, I'm not fucking pronouncing it. So I came
0: in, I, I can't do it. Wait, he can't do it? No, like he, he, he physically like, couldn't. Like he he was like emotionally, emotionally, physically, emotionally. physically could not yeah. bring himself to do this. Correct. Knowing
1: the reality of the situation couldn't do it. Yeah. So immediately I'm thinking about the one call I had damn near, you know, almost 10 years ago in mm-hmm. 2010. It's post-traumatic stress, man. So I'm like, and here I am, you know, reputation like this guy, you know, goes into fires. I love this, all this stuff. I'm here with a couple of new guys. Like I know my shit, you know, kind of cocky sometimes, you know, with, with work and like, I feel comfortable. Shouldn't say but, uh, he's like, Hey man, can you do it? I was like, do what? And I'm like, I'm like here, and am like jittering. I'm like, do what man? Like child's gone. Like, I'm going to go back in service. We're available on a radio. We're going to return. Uh, of course. Right. I can't do that. I don't fucking help him out. Right. So I'm like, brothers. I'm like all right, well, let's go. Oh, um, right there on the side of the highway. Uh, I walk up to him and I grab Uh, kind of grab hold hold the mom and uh language barrier there and uh tell her um you know just fact right you don't want to beat around the bush when it comes to this stuff so maybe your son did not survive reckon that's it wow you know and of course either the response you're talking lying uh you know and i was like
0: wait that's not what i would have guessed
1: Oh like, yeah. Or yeah, you know, no, it will. I mean, that's not, of course to me, To
0: me, it would yeah. be like somebody just kind of breaks down physically in front of me, emotionally, obviously, but you just described two very, very different things that would have never actually crossed my mind yeah. in these I'm situations. Sure, yeah. Like this is, I, I don't know if I'm mind blown. I'm certainly taking a, you know, caught off guard a little bit yeah. because I understand there can be many, many different things. But the first thing is, is to know this isn't true. You're, how do you, how do you respond to that, man? Yeah. I,
1: I, to, to this what day. What do you even say? I, I, I've been trying to like convince her, but I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm there for, her, you know? And I was like, no ma'am. Like he is And the sheriff of the department actually showed up at scene. Cause she asked her like, well, you know, after, you know, uh, I shouldn't say most comfortable time. It was no fucking comfortable time when she was in a, a different state of mind, mm-hmm. she asked to see her son. And um, it, it was hard because you know I was doing CPR on this kid, and I remember this is this is where I out. Now it's c- coming back to me now. But i remember, so so after doing CPR, the ambulance showed up. We asked for an air ambulance, couldn't fly, snow. So the ground ambulance came. Took a little bit longer. So I'm running there, and I remember just I was doing CPR. I had my turnout jacket on, just ripped that shit off, and I was telling my buddies like, "Fuck it, though, grab my shit. I don't even care. Turn off my turnout." So it was just stinking hot doing CPR. So I grab his kid. Ambulance comes up, I'm running with the kid down the road, a eighth of a mile, put him in the ambulance. So uh, the EMT's driving, the paramedics in the back. I'm like, fucking go! Yeah, at this point, I'm smart, you know. Right. I'm fucking, and they're like, where are we going? And I was like, fucking Reading, let's go. Like code three, let's go. So I'm pumping on the channel. So I'm like, whatever. So I'm hoping Spike in a bag for the paramedic, you know, helping him out. So I'm like doing all my stuff, and then like this fucking ambulance. So I'm just focused, dude. They say tunnel vision. Don't get, dude. It hits. It hits. Yeah. If even tells you it doesn't, it does. So I'm sitting there. Um, and it felt like forever. I'm like, why haven't we fucking moved? I'm fucking angry. You know, I, I'm at the point now where I'm just thinking about that other kid. It's like, no, we're going to save this one. I'm not letting another fucking kid die. Like, fuck this. Not on my watch. Yeah. Oh, and. Uh, paramedic. Uh, I, I see like the, you know, the flat line and all that shit on the EKG. And um, she's like, Prane. I'm like, what? So, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, let's go. And she's like, no, stop. Stop fucking moving. He's dead. And I was like, no, he's not. So I'm in there with one of my bosses and stuff who isn't a kid too. And I'm like, well, wow. so it was like, uh, yeah, it was rough, dude. And and finally I just sat there. I just sat down, dude. They took the pictures you might see of this one. So I'm sitting on the back of this fucking ambulance, just fucking done. Defeated for like a piece of shit. My fault. Um. So I'm like, fuck, we should have got out of bed faster that night. We should have drove the fire All engine, the things, fast, everything. Yeah. Dude, I did shitty CPR back there. You know, like, is this All karma is the, things, the yeah. So I'm sitting there looking at this child that I knew, you know, unfortunately on impact of the car accident, like uh, the child went to God that, that, that minute there's nothing that we did to change that. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was rough and, here I am fucking throwing shit, fucking angry chiefs there. He's like, are you okay? Like, Shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. <laughs> I remember right. saying that to him. I apologized after, but he knew, you know, we all are in that way. Don't touch me. You know, I was pissed walking around pacing. And that's when I ended up doing the pronouncing thing. And the sheriff came and the wife held her, held her son. So after that, um, you know, went back to the station and threw away all my clothes, man, blood soaked stuff. I was fucking done. Um, did a little after action review thing like that. So, so, I was still not right. So after that happened, next shift come down. So things are kind of calming down now after these wildfires throughout the whole state. right? Things okay. are crazy and working everywhere. right? Wildfires are burning. Homes are burning. So then, it, then I get hit with this call.
0: Then I get hit with a breakup. Things are spinning wildly out of control. Yeah, so I'm going off duty.
1: And uh, <sighs> this is uh So the time I'm driving a little Honda Accord. I-5 Williams, right? Williams area. I'm going out for a drill weekend. Um, and that was going to be my last drill weekend. That was going to be my last day. I had a whole suicide note wrote up. I was done. I knew what I needed to do with finances. Had my shit all packed up, cleaned, ready to go. I was done. And it came to the point where, like, fucking shaking and shit. So thinking about it, it came to the point where I was like, I was done with everything. Like I'm not loved anymore. It's all my fault. I can't fucking do my job anymore. These kids are dying on my watch. I'm fucking cursed. I don't want to be on another call. Um, Why the fuck am I working 47 days? Because my department can't get their shit in line. I was blaming everything. Everyone. It was everyone's fucking fault except mine. Mm. Excuse me. It was, it was, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I definitely took the blame for a lot of it, but I was blaming and projecting a lot in other ways too. Mm. Uh, You not pulled over Found a little parking lot That I was like I'm fucking shooting myself right here I was like I'm done This is it I don't give a fuck And uh, You know selfishly I was like man You know, I did not care what mom would think All these people that I was like allegedly love me I was like god damn You know with this trip She did not love me mm. This person doesn't love me All I want in my dream You know Be married as a dad Still is you know And And I look back at it But I'm like At that time It was over fuck this fire department. I don't even care. I'm not loved. I'm not worthy enough. Uh, dad didn't love me. You know, I had relationships with some of my friends. Like this is all me. Here I am just trying to do good. This fucking American hero, cop, fireman, military. Like I was never really liked in high school either. I kind of just wanted the whole public safety lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I was just never, you know, wasn't the cool kid club in high school. Everything was going through my head. Shit, you not. God is amazing, as we all as we all believe, and a huge part of my life. Uh, so I'm sitting there, nine millimeter on my lap, and uh, have my laptop up, a word document, but it like, fucking send, and 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 do my thing. Best friend calls me. One of my best friends uh, also works for Cal Fire. Out of the blue, shit, you not. Calls me. What's up, fucker? Break down crying. Uh, so we went to the same high school. Still, we're still works for Cal Fire. Everything like that. Almost followed kind of identical paths. He stayed with Cal Fire the whole time, but um, I don't like, no. He's like, what, what do you mean? What are you doing? like sitting here in some fucking piece of shit, fucking part of California, doing nothing. he's like, no, you are not. What are you doing? And I was like, oh, I am about to kill myself, dude. That's what I am about to fucking do. And I was like, what? And he was like, the fuck you are? And I just broke down crying and started talking to him. And I was like, uh, okay, well, you know, um, hung up, whatever. I was just pissed, man. And at that time, I was heavily drinking, too. Um, I was just fucking over it. I started smoking cigarettes. I did everything. You know, I started doing everything vice. A lot, a lot, that of, I ba- lot of behaviors. Anything, anything that would change my current mindset to make me feel better. I was, um, during that little portion of my life. So, uh, Hey man, come down and stay with me. I got a buddy. You need to talk to. And I was like, Ooh, Brian going to fucking counselor? This is some weird shit, bro. Trap me into some intervention or something like that. Hmm. Isn't that, a, that's a whole other thing. Like that, that's, that could be a bad thing. Right. It would be a good like, thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Right, but but right, just, I'm hear him like the stigma that we were kind of talking about before
0: yeah. I put a, a jacket on me like like so, some fucking head case or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've said this before, like you, we all of a sudden wear this identity that you are a head case and that right, you're, right, right. you're the head case versus look, I'm having an issue right now and I need to work through this right. issue.
1: And I say this to you, that you guys who get hired and stuff and I'll get back to it before I circle back and say, uh, you know, we all go to the doctor when we break our bones. Right. so why are not we going to the doctor when we break our it, mind? It's like, well, why not? So, little you know, attention. it's like a mantra that I have now. It's like <sighs> you fuck up your bone. You're, you're sick. You're the doctor. Right. So what are we doing? We just put it underneath now, no, no doubt did all this trauma and stuff happen due to demise in my relationship. So it takes two to hang out. There's a lot like, of was things 100%. there, oh, There's yeah. a lot of times where I could have been like, stuff. and not been like a good boyfriend and been like, you know, like, oh like, I got to answer this phone call. Oh, this chief is calling this captain's calling, whatever, you know, yeah, fucking put your phone down. You're off duty, bro. Like they'll get to you. The fire's going to get put out, right? There's still another fireman out there. You're not some fucking, some special person you're out there. You're not the
0: snowflake, right? Yeah.
1: You're not that one person. So you're sitting in the car. Sitting in the car, uh, in the car. So he said, "Come stay with me in Monterey." So I go down, um, go down to Monterey. Yeah, I'm to be there. Uh, lives in Monterey, and uh drove all the way down, whole night, and uh stayed with him. He said, "I got somebody who wants to talk to you." So I'm sitting there breaking down, talking to him, and this one guy, you know, these are, you know, I'll throw his name out. He's just retired, Tony Howard, he's battalion chief. So our, what Cal Fire has as our department now, and this is why, like, one of the reasons I'll never leave our department. You know, I, I definitely owe. My department, you know, my department saved my life, 100%. There's like three or four battalion chiefs. Like, we actually have a chief. You laugh about ironic, because it's kind of like, damn, you guys have a battalion chief? like an alcohol and drug abuse battalion chief, a mental health battalion chief, like a wellness battalion chief. We have PT battalion chief. So smart. Oh, he's a fucking badass. He's a PT. Like, all, he's a battalion chief of physical training for the state. But- they're all out of Sacramento area and it's pretty awesome. And this one guy, you know, he drives like an unmarked Tahoe drives around like civvies like you and I, he's like, yeah, I'm a cheap, fuck the brass, you know, on my collar. He actually was down there doing a seminar about like our employee support services. Wow. How to be in Monterey. Wow. Moon, sun, and stars. So I, so I fucking meet him on the beach in Monterey. Del Monte Beach. I'll remember, if you know where Del Monte Beach is in Monterey, it's fucking gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. dude, fuck right there. Don't so, tell
0: anybody else. Yeah, that. let's keep we'll that to ourselves. <laughs>
1: dude, I go all the time. Yeah. So I sit there and I'm like, I get a little cigar going to smoke cigars and I, I let a cigar and, and I was like, can I talk to you? He's like, I'll fucking meet you. I was like, where are you at? And I was like, no, don't meet me at headquarters. Like, I don't want to go. on there. I, like, I don't care. You can have a beer if you want to. You know, I'm off duty. I'm chilling. You know, It's like, talk to me like mano y mano. Like, man, what the fuck is going on? I'm sitting there. I'm crying. I'm talking to him. I'm holding him within like four days. I on a plane departments, nine in Colorado go into a PTSD therapy thing for 10 days. Wow. I'm going back here actually in two now, weeks. Now my mind's blown. Badass. So we have, we have our ESS programs, right? We have the counseling and therapy that you're, you're like open to 21 days of, of, of therapy and stuff. Okay, for severe cases, or cases that need it, it's that. Let's you know, go EMDR. I think it's just, so. Um, like rapid eye movement technology. So yeah, right, right. right? Yeah. So you hold those little uh, little little rabbit fucking little vibrators you hold onto. Yep, yeah. and uh, um, the biggest thing for us, I'd probably say, if the Overwatch guys talked about it, it's like I don't want to go to some therapist. I'm not discrediting a, a civilian therapist, but right, like you don't understand. Oh, I got in a shooting the other day. Like, oh, whoa, you know, oh, I'm usually worried about marital issues. So it's like, or A, I got into uh, you know, this this kid. So I had some failures as as some therapists going on. I'm like, ah oh, I can't even blame them, but they just don't understand. No, so that's a you, whole you can't. Of, so can we talk about you this can. for a second? So going yeah. back to
0: this uh uh it's called vestibular what's the what's the acronym? Oh, fuck? I... So they actually use this therapy for for brain trauma, right? Is what they're what they it, if you get a like a concussion, they've used this yeah. in concussion therapy, EMDR, to, yeah, fuck. something rapid like eye that. movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I spent actually I know this. I spent two days in a really in depth seminar out in yeah. Las Vegas on concussion um, protocols and therapies and new kind of treatments that are coming up. And this was part of it. Um, but going back to the whole counselor thing, right, or seeing a therapist that has zero clue, zero, yeah. zero clue the things that you face. Look, they got taught in school by somebody and did some, you know, did did, did some, some stuff like in clinic for, you know, that, you know, dealt with the, maybe the general population. But when you start telling about the stuff that you, I've heard this before on this podcast, you know, then you start telling about the stuff that you actually see and deal with on, on not, not just one time in your life that created some trauma. Right. Right. Every day in Every some day. cases, and then pile on to that's the shit that's happening to other people that you're witnessing and having to be a part of, not to mention all the other stuff that this is the relationship stuff, like going back to the oh, childhood, and, yeah. you know, you mentioned, mentioned your dad and your your relationship there and all those, those are things that maybe the general population and these, again, the general therapist maybe has right. a little bit more insight on, uh, but this other stuff, this is like piling on. So you go back to the failures, like oh, you're yeah. going in there going, what in the fuck? This person has no clue. They're freaking out.
1: Yes, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm giving, freaking, I'm
0: giving them trauma. Listen <laughs> to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah They're going home to the dinner table telling them about this, this, up dude, this <laughs> fucked up guy and sitting in front of me. Right? <laughs> I mean, we're laughing about it, but but uh, th- I heard this before from law enforcement no, absolutely. officers absolutely. Like the, and from ex from, uh, Mill guys. The same thing. They're walking into these situations where the person that is there is supposed to be he- helping them yeah. is ill-equipped to do so. They are and they should stop doing that. and there's nothing against them, but they should stop taking like
1: veteran PTSD or firemen or public safety or or nurse stuff, you know? And it's like Oh, it, it was it was it was bad. But and like you said, that's only like the stuff that really you know, the the daily car accidents, right? How many dead bodies have been on I5 or 101 right. or I five, you know? I mean, I have that's no idea, thing, man. You know, I have no but, idea, man, but I think a lot of people have like,
0: no no earthly idea. It's this different. the stuff that like, gets done every campfire day. campfire
1: in Chico, right? Everyone knows if they're like in paradise where there's movies and documentaries being like, oh shit, the paradise. What the fuck's paradise had? Everyone's like, no, that shit was bad. It was, you know, entire community and seeing dead bodies and skulls and seeing people. Yeah. Like we like fighting fire, right? I love going into a burning building. I want to go on a fucking roof. There's no other feeling like, but a big screaming little Tonka truck blowing people out of the way, hitting that. Spring break, popping out with a hose and a 600. You're like, I love it. It's a fucking drug. It's but fun. It, but it comes with consequences. No, yeah. And that's the things you got to learn to like the life experience stuff. You know, you're coming out of the building, like, all right, chill out. Like, someone just lost their home. Right. And that's the part sometimes that we'll forget as firemen. How you just fuck yeah, dude, that was a badass job. We stretched to the division two. We pulled this engine three quarter line, we fought fire. We're coming with smiles and we're like, no, bro. Like, you want to talk like that? That's fine. Let's wait till we get back in the engine.
0: Yeah, so there's this turning on, right. turning off. Someone but just you, lost their home. But you Everything. mentioned and so they have to, again they, now they have trauma that they're gonna have to deal with. But you you're on this plane and you go to Colorado. You go to Colorado and yeah, they put you in up. they put you into this the situation. Right. Talk talk about like Ooh, how so, you came out what so, happened and how you came out the other side. So I was like, All right, what is this? Do I get a burn time? No, the
1: department pays me to go. Right. Um it was on our dime to like paid for a flight where whatever they take a hotel food hotel to food, everything's taken care of. Um So, supported with our department from their director, Chief One Down out of Sacramento, supported by the governor's office. So, uh, you know, other fire departments are actually looking at our mental health program right now because it is so great. Wait, 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 wait. California's doing something right? (laughs) <laughs> I know. Uh, maybe if they open up the gun laws a little bit too, but
0: Oh, uh, this is a whole other podcast. I know. Yeah, but yeah. that is this is this is outstanding news. I mean you're here today, so something yeah. this has had to have been positive,
1: right? So Yeah, but well, it's just want to get there. I'm not, I'm still like, okay, if I so uncle, I talk to people, talk to my chief. They they already Sacramento already called my chief, my direct chief, and said, Nope, you're fine We really blocked you out coverage for you. So I get to the Sacramento Airport. I right there. I get fucking hammer dude, I'm nervous. So I go to the you immediately line to the for the bar. Off. Oh yeah, yeah so dude. I fucking give like, me my gin and tonic with ready to go to. And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. And I'm sitting there and uh drinking it. And uh see fucking hammered all the way, dude, to Denver and they pick you up in a little car and take you to this hotel. And uh I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What's dude? gonna happen? Yeah, I'm here by like, myself, I leave your phone in or like this is just weird. I'm here for ten days in Colorado, damn near the winter time is cold and shit. And I'm like, this is fucking weird um alone yeah yeah but the sport so a lot, a lot a lot of cal fire people who i know personally have gone out there it's called the 11th hour um is the thing you know and uh you get there and you work hand in hand with a the therapist just you in a room closed door um everything so <clears throat> excuse me Uh, From from day one, like, where were you born? Like, tell me about everything. Mm. All the different random chicks. Let's
0: peel back back all the layers. Oh, it was rough. I
1: got pissed a couple nights. I was like, I don't want to talk about that, you know? And then we got into the relationship stuff and like, uh, but there's a lot, right? I mean, department, sexual addiction, drug addictions, you know, alcohol problems, relationships, PTSD, the job. So I went through that whole process and it was amazing. And I was going back to part two here in two weeks, flying back. There's a part two. Part two, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going back for another, cause some stuff we didn't finish closing up. That if I want to button up and um, going back for another ten days here, In a couple weeks we can have for two weeks. I'll be flying out, and uh, again, you know, department sponsored stuff. We're, I'm not the only one. We're sending so many people out here to these programs. Um, but dude, that that one event changed my life. Um, you know, being single now, but like definitely prepared of when I enter another serious relationship, I'll be ready to be, be a good husband, a good father learning how to balance the work and life, you know, hanging the badge up at the door and learning that I did everything that I could for those two kids. Right. You know, yeah. I did, you know, like I'm not a dirt bag, I train in shape. Every, like I did everything A to B. You did everything you could do. Right. Yeah. did Everything I could do. And that was not, and that's just, that's just a part of the job and you just have to be resilient and be able to bounce back and lean from it, you know, and to teach those new 18 year old firefighters mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Be like, Hey man, and that's, that's, that's a position, the role that I'm in now as a company officer, I got to, you know, I'm in charge now. I'm no longer just pulling that fire hose to the front door and and finding the fire. Like I did that. Uh, now it's time to pass it on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The knowledge transfer. I I wonder, you mentioned, um, you know, you were doing a lot of things, right. But I do wonder now with your new perspective, Hmm. uh, has your approach, I think the answer to this is yes. Um, but maybe not. Has your approach changed, or how has your approach, if it has, changed with regard to sort of taking care of yourself and physical, from a physical perspective, from an from a mental and emotional perspective? How's that different now than when it what what it was before? Obviously, the program is a big part of that because I'm sure right. they're giving you some tools and things. But maybe what are some takeaways for people that haven't been through the program to that they can be doing now? You know, as this stuff is kind of starting to Yes, yeah, So there's a a couple of things I could, I could touch on
1: that topic is um I was been in big into fitness, but it was never like there there. After this, you're definitely understanding and <laughs> we go to this firing and it was like oh we're hiring different people and there was all that what was it? gender stuff and all that, you know, it's like to me. We you know, can't
0: leave sure. anybody out of the out of the equation. Right, right, right. The whole, you know, you're not a fire
1: fire fireman anymore, you're a firefighter, right? All that stuff. But um you know, I don't care what race, gender, creed, ethnicity, blue, white, black, pink. I don't care what fucking you are, right? Chick. You got to be able Man. to perform. I don't give a yeah. shit either. For, yeah. For if, if, if you're 70, if you're 70 pounds soaking wet and you can't pick me up 220 pounds in a bourbon, you're the your right fucking spot for you. useless to me. Yeah. And I say that all the time. So I don't care what you are or women in the fire service. What, you know, like, no, 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 You got work to can do. Can you do the goddamn job? Yeah, you got work to do. And if I can do the job. So how, how I was kind of really into that is, um, the the physical aspect yeah definitely step that up the mental health stuff be like no, nah, I'm kind of fucked up right now you know like and guys talk about that hey that was a, that was a, that was a rough call all right fuck it a dispatch we're gonna put the engine one out of service for about twenty minutes or I'm gonna call the chief and say we need we need to figure some shit out now before this compounds and you have a whole fucking crew who's out gone, there who's and then you're up. gonna force more overtime so you you want this whole big ass problem
0: or we can handle it now. So sometimes this what you're saying is sometimes it's just about from a it could be from something a, from polar. a leadership pers- uh, perspective. It's just recognizing hey, situational awareness. Here's what just happened. We need to talk about this. We're not going to just sweep this one no, under the rug. Absolutely, it's like super important, and to it could just be it. 20 minutes of time that could make the make the difference. Yeah, let's interest about some me. cigars and sit in the back porch of the
1: firehouse or whatever, or like you know, decompress. Yeah, dude, let's just chill talk real through. quick, get it off your chest, right? Or Let's go for a drive. You know, let's let's take 20 minutes and do a lap in our first a district. Got like, it? Let's just let's just let's just talk real quick and see what's going on because it's it's super important right now. So you mentioned like you get flight, you don't get flight, you know, and I think that now it's a one time you were. But now it's like, no, dude, like that generation, as much as that generation gave me the skills that I am right now of being hardworking and focused and that generation was definitely not supportive of like mental health and,
0: you know, all that where we're at right now. So, so it's partly it's again, it's understanding this and confronting it rather than trying to bury it. You mentioned about the physical piece and just staying physically fit and being ready for action all the time. Uh, Yeah. Just obviously yeah. is going to prepare you the, the stronger a, you are from a body perspective, your mind can kind of hang in there. Right. You yeah. know, if, if you, you can get through a lot of things. Absolutely. What what else? Like what, 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 what do you do to, I mean, aside from maybe these 20 minute sessions sure. or whatever that you mentioned, like to kind of decompress, Uh, what do you, what do you do to, to step back again? You're in this program, which is fucking awesome. Uh, I don't want to understate that but are the practices that you've adopted or things that you do differently now yeah. than you did before in order to, to kind of get right. And within your own head and Absolutely. Is it meditation is it, is there anything? No,
1: a hundred percent. Like I think, um, I think like, I like, so, so when you go to Ione, California, right. But Jackson, just east of Stockton community up there, that's where like our state Academy is. So after you've gone through another Academy with this, if you become, uh, if you apply and become a permanent personnel, uh, p- excuse me, can talk. talk to you a personal, um, permanent position with Cal fire. You go to the state Academy for two okay. weeks. So yoga is implemented in our Academy for PT meditation, like sound therapy, breathing exercises is all like actually there. No other Academy in the United States as we know right now has that type of process. So that's why other fire departments are looking at Cal fire. So that coupled with that. So yeah, dude, so, um, like definitely try to get, yoga in as much as i can you know staying flexible with like good like dynamic stretches good workouts the trx stuff yep uh the rogue stuff they've been great to our department so they're We're starting
0: to bring in they're starting to big fund, time let's start to fund the physical fitness side of things it's not just a set of dumbbells oh, and a tire to flip like exactly got we have
1: those two for sure you know yeah. and we have but here's the thing is we always look at firemen as being jack of all trades oh fuck we could fix it bathrooms overflowing or plumbing broke. Let's fix it. I don't know, I'm not fucking plumber. I don't fix that shit. You know, unless you have those skills, how do we pay somebody who's, you know, that's their job. There's a craft to come in and deal with that. You know, we're spending way more money and time, fucking it up on our own. <laughs> Just to unfuck it. <laughs> I yeah. know exactly. And then every year we got to do that again. So they took that perspective with PT. So we're hiring nutritionalists. We're hiring, you know, people who are employed by TRX are actually coming to the Cal Fire Academy. I yeah, You know, and they're actually doing that. People from Rogue are coming to firehouses We're hosting, um, you know, it's like Cal Fire Wellness is the Instagram phase about food stuff. We're hiring, like I said, nutritionalists and physical therapists, and we're sending captains and battalion chiefs and engineers and permanent personnel to do like, hey, here's a 10-day thing that you're going to go work out with this PT guy for 10 days. You're going to learn these skills, and you can bring it out to the academy who will then push it to the rest of the state. starts with the leadership. It does. So we're actually given all these workouts at the academy now, and we're doing them. Outstanding. So it's fucking cool that they're actually, you know – there's a battalion chief and captains at their job, right? They're the, they're the wellness battalion chiefs. It's a fucking cool position. And I'm so happy. Our department's actually focusing. Uh, I am too. Like, it, it's awesome. Like, you know, our department is the understaffed. Absolutely. Like, is it less paid than some? Absolutely. Our shifts kind of fucked up. Yeah. You know, and that'll come with union stuff and more time and funding. However, I think our department is like, we're fucked up. We're not going to get staffing overnight. It's a slow train and red tape. So let's see how we can fucking take care of ourselves
0: until that yeah, part. Yeah, so the you attrition know. doesn't continue. Exactly. Because attrition is going to it, happen one way or another. It'll either, happen. Either people are going to time out. Yeah. Or uh, just one of the things that came up off off air before we started, we were just talking about, you know, heart attacks. Heart yeah. attack is the number one killer Leading of firefighters. Cause. Number right? one professional on in the and, States, On right? and after retirement. Yo, 100%, right? Yeah, 100%. And it's still, I mean, it's over 600,000 people die of you know, whatever it is in the United States. Yeah. What's more than that. Right. Every year from it. But it's the number one killer for firefighters. Like and you just mentioned, I mean, how many academies you've been through? Minus the law enforcement Academy, like five four, four, yeah, four or five four or five. Yeah. Like, different. With academy. all this investment of time and effort. You oh, would yeah. think They'd want to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and finally, they are. Finally they right the their... is
1: finally coming up the train and finally like, good, all right, yeah. now, we you know, we'll look at one. Yeah. Good you good know, yeah. so I, I think that. That, that process is amazing now and we're seeing that and PT's a big thing, you know, it's like, sure, we're entitled to so many hours a day of PTing, but it's super important. You have it. a captain right now and he, he said the same thing. He was like, here's my my priorities, you know, my boss. And uh, he's like, here's the priorities for our station, and our battalion. And it's shown there like, you know, being fire ready, you know, ready for calls, always in service. Makes sense. Cool. Got it. Number two, physical fitness. Number three, training. I was
0: like, Interesting. I was like, why three?
1: And I was like, well, Fat can't do your fucking job, right? I don't give a fuck if how good you right. can pull that hose right. or not, you know. Because usually just like training, get training, but it's like no PD, and he's a very regimented PT schedule, and I love it, dude. Yeah. And it's like it was great. I mean, it's fun. Just get out there and, and pump. And it was like it's an hour of your day, and you're gonna be so much better. These are facts, right? This like, is it's undisputable. Not, is like, it yeah? Like, but so many guys want to get out of it, and I do there's some days at work that were like fuck, we're on 40 days, like, all right, but do something with your body because then you're gonna tweak some shit. Then you then you're gonna hear the story where you're gonna be like, oh, I tweaked my back. Oh, damn, dude, on a job, a job being a fire, we call a job. No, dude, getting out of the fire engine. What? Yeah. Reaching over to pick up my bag off. Oh, the floor. god, damn, dude. And it was like, when was the last MVP? And you, you know that person. You're like, bro, you saw this coming. Now yeah. you're fucked. Now someone's forced to work behind you. You know, and there's a whole trickle down effect that you're we're on a desk, decide. and
0: that ends up costing exactly. more money. You oh, know, yeah. from a funny perspective anyway, to have to deal with all that for all the things, all the reasons you just mentioned. Right. So. Man, I mean, I am blown away by the level of support that you're getting specifically from your department. What what advice or what uh what insight can you give people that don't have such a supportive department out there in right. in the fire service, but also maybe in LEO or whatever for people that are dealing with the same or similar things that that and challenges that you've had to deal with yourself. What resources out there have you found sort of in your journey here that could be you know you could you could direct them to
1: I think you know it when it comes to like veterans and and one more thing I'll mention with our department you know that I'm just starting to take over to and be a part of it I should say take over is the, you know, the RVETS vets program with Cal fire, so the returning veterans employed by Cal fire and helping veterans come in and and we're gonna start like a little working group hopefully that veteran firefighters specifically with our department can get together. And I see that with another, with some other agencies that they have these like veteran firefighter nights. But, uh, I would say big groups, like the guys from overwatch, you know, um, I just, they kind of brought me on board as well as one of like their buddy mentor. Oh, posts. you're part of,
0: part of their network now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my understanding of this, and correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. this is like, you know, we were talking about the stigma of having to go to somebody at a 1-800 number, you know, yeah, or or, or yeah, yeah. go to your battalion chief or to your captain or whatever and say, hey, man, I'm having a tough time. And the fear of what will happen in terms of you getting labeled and or, you know, again, there these trust issues coming up or whatever right. else. And so what the Overwatch guys have done is they've, they're, they're creating a network of, hey, if you need somebody to talk to, we have a list of resources. These are people that have been through similar. Here's the, their stories. You can find them all on our website. Yeah, yeah. If you and go if, on
1: their website, you'll see my stuff on there. Yeah. yeah and so if you there, need
0: somebody to talk sure. to, maybe go through this and you might find somebody that has a similar story to you and they're they're open. They're in the net. You can, we will put you in touch with them. Oh, 100%. And then hopefully find, you know, at least you have somebody to talk to and then, you know, potentially direct them to the places or the place that they, they, they could go to get the kind of the help that they need. No so doubt. now you're part of that network.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So are that's any of us on there going to, going to save you? No, you know, but we all know we've been through shit. We can tell you what to go, whether it's like veteran law, enforcement, military stuff, Um, you know, and civilians out there, you know, I went to, I went to high school, you know, Greg's uh, a significant other. That's right. You and you uh, tell me that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we know each other like that whole full circle thing going around and that's like, um, you know, a mess, I've had so many people just message me on it. Like I met some big social media, per, like, I don't know how to run this shit. I post a picture cause it looks cool. You know, mm-hmm. like I figure it out. I'm not on there. You know, that's not my full time thing or whatever. And Oh, I gained five followers. I don't give a fuck what I give a fuck about. is like random people hitting me up on Instagram who are like, Hey man, I'm I'm trying to get hired with Cal fire. Like I see you work for them. You posted right. pictures. Like you also on there posted a story that we're hiring seasonals. So yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I'll give myself an out to anybody. You know, so, I, you know, tomorrow there's some guy who wants to call me. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to the academy. Like, what what do I need to do? How do I, you know, how do I get hired by Cal Fire? Here's my little history and my background. And if I can lead that and come full circle. Still give him back. 100%. Because that's the mentors that I had in the fire service. A guy who worked for San Ramon Valley who's retired. A guy from San Francisco City who's retired. I mean, those are the guys, um, you know, my first captain who's now a division chief. He's like one of my best friends now. Those are the people that like mentored me. We're on their tail end of their career that this job is all about giving back. And if you sit there and you're selfish, it's not going to work out. You know, you got to get that back. You got to get those blessings back out to get them again. And, and, you know, I've definitely been blessed by so many different people in God that I, yeah, you got to, you got to give that back to other people. I mean, it's a fucking badass job. It just comes with a lot of baggage, There's a lot of stuff there that you just got to, yeah, you just got to manage that. I mean, it's, it's just, great. I mean, it's been the best, you know, some of the best relationships out there I know you. Know, and, uh, wives are happy. Kids are happy, but there's no, you know, pops or mom could be gone for up million days during the summer. It's a lot. We're here. It's a
0: lot for a family to handle or a relationship right. to handle. So for, that's
1: what we'll have them come to the firehouse. We'll have dinners, you know, like COVID shit and whatever, but like,
0: you know, you come to the firehouse, we'll cook for you, you know, yeah, it's like, going to be tough. You got your family away from your family and you know, somehow they have to be involved somehow. But know, it's it's interesting, you know, too, I'm just kind of thinking back to your story and, how you're kind of internalizing everything, projecting out and blaming. And at no point did I hear in your story that you actually asked for help. And had your buddy not called mm. you that day? Who knows? Who knows what it would have happened? Maybe I had the balls to do it or not. Maybe I may or just
1: chickened out right there. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Or I've been like, no, I'm worth more, well, which I am, right, right. But regardless, regardless,
0: regardless like no, it's okay out. to ask,
1: ask for help, is what you're it's saying. It's so weird for me because I'm like, fuck, you know, I've helped with other thing. Like he can help with you know this or. What. But it was just so weird for me to be like, he offered it up, you know. And then I was that's one of my the best point. friends. Yeah, he was one of the best friends at his wedding you know, not too long after ago, after that, and I came back and like, you know, was him and his wife were one of my best friends, and it's like. Excuse me that. Um Yeah, man, asking asking for help, it, like it's okay to ask for help right now. Like no one's going to fall. I'm sure there's some personalities still out there, right? The second largest fire department, I'm um, 10,000, 10,000 or something like mm-hmm. that. We're at we're at with personnel, but um it, it's already starting from like ground rule day 1 that it's okay. You know, like we have people to help. Like you're not okay. It's not okay to see these things. It's not okay to pull up on a fire and ooh, fucking 200,000 acres. What? Yeah, it's normal to feel the way you're feeling. Yeah. And, and get that help. Right. You know, it's totally okay. You know, you guys like overwatch, you know, um, the different veterans, but black rifle coffee, you know, all these companies out there that are great and nonprofits that are using, you know, there are like, there is help out there, but it's much easier to talk to somebody that, you know, and I think that that's why um, it's big. I, I did one with this one uh, podcast project made a group good folks. I did a part one and part two part one. I actually was leaving for that Colorado trip. Uh, And then part two, I did after the Colorado trip. And uh, I can see my facial expressions. I guess I'm I'm fairly happy as we, I don't really rewatch podcasts or whatever, but uh, people said that like, you look like a changed person, which I definitely was. Hmm. But uh, I, I talk about that and, and, and kind of giving back to people and uh, it's sometimes hard to be like, oh, veteran suicide number. Like no no one still wants to call this fucking random number. It's so like, impersonal, no one, right? It's, it's weird. dude. It's yeah. a robot. Like, even like, oh, cool. This veteran first responder mental health. Well, who's this? And I get that. Like you see you're in the East Coast. And you're like, what's Overwatch? Called? A bunch of California guys. Right. I may not reach out to them. And it's totally okay. But if there's a hundred of these Overwatch collectives. Yes. Throughout the United States. And there's some Dallas guys. And I live in Dallas. I'm gonna call the Dallas guy. Like, I hope to God there's a California guy listening right now or an international guard guy yeah, out of the, California, or a yeah. former cop, or, um, you know, even dropped to stuff. Like, right, you know, my heritage is Indian. How many fucking goddamn Indian firemen are
0: there? You know, this did not come <laughs> up earlier. Like, you, you, <laughs> you know, there's that. not, there's not. I, I don't know any, you know. I, I don't know.
1: No, yeah, no. Yeah, I know several firefighters, I, but I don't know. I missed the guys. boat of fucking owning a, a gas station or fucking jug <laughs> yeah, around or, uh, you know, working for the tech company and whatever. So I'm like, that was another, that was another stigma too, that I kind of had to fucking over, over, still fucking deal with it. But, uh, and that's what we mentioned on that other podcast and the same thing here. Like, uh, there's very few, there are, they're starting session law enforcement and, and, uh, you know, we become more and more diverse melting pots the Bay area. Right. Again, I don't give a fuck about race and been like that type of guy. Right. But, um, it's hard, you know, for some, you know, immigrant coming over because there's a lot of pressure too, not on just parents, but so you need your parents get some pressure for sure to. Mealy go to college. I never right. did that, you know, the, the associates <laughs> thing or whatever. But like to go to college and get that job, and you see someone's unhappy. Uh, me, I was like, no, hell no, like, I, no, no, no. I see, no, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not working a nine to five. I can't do it. Yep. Like, I have mm-hmm. no interest. And and coming home at night, you know, like it's probably fucking badass to see someone come to your gym and come out as someone's out of shape and in shape. That would be goddamn rewarding. Yeah, it me. is. It's the, it's the biggest sure. paycheck like, you'll ever get. I, absolutely. And that's like the thing of going in and being able to respond to that call where someone can't help themselves. Right. And, uh, you know, so others they you know, may live and that's the motto for military unit, you know? And, uh, it's pretty awesome that to see guys who might you know come from the Indian heritage, like hey, I'm trying to get in public safety. I'm going to tell the same thing. I'll tell somebody who's not with Indian heritage. right? However, there's some I, different connection. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you need a preferential treatment or whatever, just being, you know, come from India, but it's, uh, it's definitely different, you know?
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. I mean, I want to know if I'm if I'm that guy out there right now who's been thinking about it, but is also thinking, "What are my chances of this shit?" Because right, there's a bunch of white yeah, people in the shop. I just I just heard yeah. the, the white dude with the beard, you know, right, on, right, on the right. show go. Like, he doesn't know anything. No, I know, I, so, so that's the thing. I've had
1: that before too. I even talked to you know women who are uh, different you know, ethnicity, Hispanic, and stuff, like, "Oh man, that's probably how the white people work where you live." I'm like, "Look, it's pretty rural part of America. You know, I get that, right?" Apple's headquarters is not in fucking. It's not in Redding, yeah, California. Yeah, right. I'm going to tell you that straight fact, right? right? Or some you know other place. But I'm like, I, I don't look at it like that. I don't give a fuck. Like, right. they don't give a fuck. And I, you know what? Don't. Like, just do your job. And if you're a goddamn good fireman, people are going to expect you. By
0: the way, as they say, everybody loves firemen right <laughs> <Everybody> <laughs> who doesn't, the who doesn't, love, exactly. who doesn't like, love the firefighters especially right. when they come in with the fucking stash like you're wearing I mean come on dude this stash like, is gonna be in trouble uh, you come I in know. with the stash like that with the uniform on like fuck see this dude's gotta be a good guy no I know
1: <laughs> I mean, well it's like yeah. <laughs> I know dude I'm debating I, some days I'm like well, I'm gonna shave it off I feel the same about my face I know some days I'm like and then it's the super trooper thing you know like, like, <laughs> uh, you take
0: it wear that one well though man I uh, think it's right. good for you yeah
1: so as long as I could, you know as long as it hit me hit me up whatever man you know the for the phone number or the, the emails on overwatch so definitely tag into their instagram go on my instagram whatever i don't give a fuck if you follow me or not i don't, I don't know about that but the email is on the overwatch collective thing and I, it may take a while to get back to you being busy
0: but i'll get back to you so those are the other guys and they again they have that they're fully set up to do this and they're continually growing and spreading the message so that's at the overwatch collective but where do they find you on instagram dude yeah yeah, yeah. so it's what is it? at sign at sign
1: smoky underscore the bear and uh the bears b a e r gotcha yeah smoky yeah smoky gotcha. yeah, the bear on there and yeah man that's where i'm at so it's like yeah for guys who want to ensure that in, you know at least getting the the air force thing or even some law enforcement knowledge you know i got that and uh if you guys are ever interested in you know working for cal fire you know i think it's the best department out there i mean that's me you know and i love it and Again, it's going to be
0: not a crazy year. If feel like shit's already burning, uh, man. I mean, uh, the timing on this is, you know, kind of serendipitous. I mean, again, international firefighter day. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It and just happened. We, I was like, oh, fuck. We are walking right into the height of the fire season here in California, for sure. At least here on the West coast. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, where you're from up, up North here. I, man, I appreciate you coming down. Uh, oh, dude. This, this is a this ton of fun, fun. For sure. This, yeah. this is a ton of fun. It's very enlightening. And, uh, you Know, we've always tried to support LEO and and military veterans, uh, first responders the best we can to get the message out. I appreciate the message that you're bringing today, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, we need to get out and train sometime. Oh, fuck yeah, let's shoot, dude. Yeah, we need to go out oh, and train all, day. all day, all day, all day. I love it up there in Oregon, man. One of oh, my favorite so spots fun. is Bend, maybe out to way. Oh, that's gorgeous. I love it.
1: Stop through, and yeah, I mean, that's what's awesome. Actually, I had one chief actually, he lived in Bend, community down. It's gorgeous up there. So it's awesome. How
0: I think everybody's trying them. to move there from here a bit. I know. I know. We'll see where I end up. So (laughs) thanks for coming through, man. Yeah, dude. Let's go smoke some cigars. Let's do it. Drink some, drink some bourbon or something. Sounds like a plan, brother. Thanks dude. All right, man. Thank you for tuning into this episode of iron Sights. If you enjoyed our conversation, you can support our mission by hitting the subscribe button, leaving a review and sharing the podcast with a friend. I'll see you on the next episode.